Welcome, everybody. It's Reed, fellas. Uh, Hello there. Oh, shit. It's not recording. April Fools. Oh, my God. It's April Fools. I actually forgot that April Fools is a thing until just now. Oh, my God. You got us so fucking good just now. I was like, oh, great. I know. No. Yeah, because it's not actually April Fools the day we're recording this, but it will be when this episode drops. That was a dirty, dirty done. Dirty. I dirty did it. Yeah. April Fools. That's why I had Jamal the PB&J because I thought he was April Fool and me yeah. when he told me that. He puts a slice of cheese on his TV. <laughs> That's pretty gnarly. That. Oh, it's why. Okay, okay. What is gnarly about it? Let's just revisit. Since because we're in the last. cheese does not go with peanut. It just okay. See, that's where you're fucking wrong. Okay, you've ever had those cheese crackers with peanut butter in in between them? Uh, when I was maybe you know I'm talking about four years. Yeah, those things are gross. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like- yeah. Guess what? No, they're not. First of all, they're not. They're, they're not bad. Second of all. Maybe when yeah, when you were four years old, what's what's a target audience for a PB and J? Four everyone. year olds, okay? And everyone, no, yeah. <laughs> I, I eat a PB and J. But what I'm I saying, I eat a PB and J today. No cheese. Are on you it. gonna take one of those crackers? Are you gonna take one of those peanut butter induced cheese crackers and dip it in jelly? Is that what you're gonna do with those? I might. But those cheese crackers are not a slice of cheese. There's a, a. It's very different. I mean, they're kind of like roughly dusted with cheese yeah they were made in flavor. a chemical factory and they had to fine tune mm-hmm, it to a way mm-hmm, that didn't mm-hmm, mm-hmm, harsh your mouth. yet that's edible but fresh pb and j ingredients with a nice slice of tillamook cheese is is so is so is such an abomination i don't understand okay, i get it, it. i get it, i get it yeah he's running with the april fool's joke I get oh okay <laughs> right on there's so much to talk about so much to get it's, into it's been a long time since i talked to you guys it's been, been two weeks lots so of yeah so much to fuck it's it's really it's i don't even know how this episode's gonna get done oh we'll get it done okay friend. as long we as you tell done. me we will i mean we've been doing so much Morgan fucking beat Link's Awakening. I d- oh, I f- wow, we haven't talked since then. Huh? Yeah, she totally beat it. Uh, full congratulations. She there is a full video of her defeating the final boss, and it is an epic battle. Go to Reedfellows dot okay. to see Morgan beat this game. It is like we're breaking a sweat during this. It was final my battle. first try with you watching. Yeah, very first try. I'm watching. She's being recorded. I mean, I thought it was stakes were high. Doomed. Stakes are high, and then she di- dives yeah. into a link to the past. Oh yeah, for sure. And she's fucking telling me she's like, "This game is fucking dope. I love this game." <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> and she's playing um, the Super Nintendo version of it. Oh wow! Yeah, rewind, homie, is where it's at. You like it? Well, here's the thing. I like. It better than Link's Awakening. Most people do. I wasn't sure that I would. I feel like I'm in the, first of all, for some reason I can orient myself much better in this game. I don't get lost as yeah. often. There's a lot more like you walk off to the side of the screen. And pathways and, and then like. The whole screen scrolls over. Yeah, it's just, it's like, I know where shit's at. It doesn't seem as random. Like, I feel like in Link's Awakening, it's like all grass. And mm-hmm. then there's a beach, and it's like, I don't know where the fuck I am. Yeah. But there's, like, this village. Sure. All the houses look similar, you know, but they have little variances. Like, so it's like a real, you're like, oh, it's like a real neighborhood. And some people, like, everybody uh, thinks that I did the bad thing 
And like some people trust me, some people don't. You know, it's a it's much like better very, story. The yeah. story is fucking dope mm. as fuck. I mean, it's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, Super Nintendo game ever. I made. will say, when I got the upgrade to Master Sword, mm-hmm. which took me quite some time, <laughs> I was blown away at the. I mean, it was not a. Oh, this is a little bit better sword. It was like, oh, your life in this game is a hundred percent different. Like it's just infinitely <laughs> better than the sword that I had before. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. And it, because of this game, they made the Master Sword a fucking legendary sword, and it's in almost every fucking Zelda game I mean, after it. Good lord! It's just it's an iconic weapon. It's pretty good. I dig it. I'm in the second half. Would you call that? Mm, I'd say you've just begun. Okay. <laughs> the next time you hit us with a Zelda quiz, I feel like you should give me Morgan's questions and give Morgan my questions. I think I, should, I need to come up with a whole new quiz. I think so, too. Yeah. Okay. I'm nervous. Here's the thing. We kind of went through some of them. I still couldn't tell you any right. villains. It's, it won't any. be until she plays Ocarina of Time <laughs> that she yeah, will be able to ace true. the quiz. So that's that. That's that. We won't get too far into it. Yeah, moving on. So oh, much to talk but about. But I did. Um, I've been playing so gaming so hard that I mm-hmm. we just bought a new controller because the controller is like kind of worn down. You busted it. Which is funny because that happened with the joysticks, the fucking whatevers. Yeah, but uh, those that that one's a known issue, and Nintendo replaces them for free. Oh. They don't do that with this one that you just broke. Yeah, so I've broken all of the Switch controllers due to my mad gaming. Nice. <laughs> it's because you snack and then you have grimy fingers that get why. into the, the mechanics. Well, I don't snack. You're the one who eats greasy shit. No, I respect I respect the machinery. It's not true. <laughs> anyway, that was all. I'm just saying I'm I'm gaming and I'm doing like hard technique on oh, the controllers. Hard technique, like yes. I'm I'm Maybe it's my lack mm. of technique on the controllers. That could be it. But I think it's more of the food getting into the controller. <laughs> I'm not Man, getting, probably. Boo, I'm not getting food into the controller. I look to the controller. There's like, gr- like slimy grime all up in the, in the whirl, in the whirl of the joystick. I'm not. I, I'm truly <laughs> not snacking and getting food in there. I just don't know. I think it's, you know, the situation where you open a pickle jar and it's like, I loosened it for you. I think that's exactly what's happening. Okay. What? It's not. She didn't make any sense. She's just April Fool's in over here. Fuck. She's fooling okay. around. Also, we finally <laughs> dived into using our Vitamix. Yeah, dude. We've been making yeah. hella smoothies. Dude. Well, first of all, we're back to. Well, I wanted to go back to doing no sugar, and Morgan has hopped on board. I decided last minute. I was like, I'm gonna do it. Which hell yeah. I don't know if the listeners know. I mean, this is huge for me. It's not it's uncommon for me to eat gummy worms for breakfast. Huge. <laughs> huge. So th- if that wasn't enough, I mean, good Lord. But I'm we're also gymming every day. Every day right, we're going yeah. to the home gym. Because I, I've I've come up with a technique. Just walking in. Everyone, gym. you're free to use. You're free to use this it's, technique. It's the best. Although you do have to have a home gym for you a tour, to have a home or just gym. have to some sort of equipment. But <laughs> yeah. the, the but idea a lot is, of people have like uh, stationary equipment in their living rooms and shit. So that's like, true, but this technique doesn't really work for that. Yeah. See, the thing is, our downstairs is basically just a garage it's and really a gym. Perfect. And actually. So, so, but mm-hmm. since we're quarantined, it's like we hard sometimes we'll not even go downstairs. But with this new technique, is you have to just walk into the gym. Like that's your goal for the day. Yeah. It's is to so walk gr- into the gym. And actually, today we we did that. Because once you get in there, 
It's like I'll walk on the treadmill, right? Right. And then it's like, I could run, you know? Right. Right. It's pretty dope. You get that momentum. And it's just the hardest part really is showing up. It yeah. really is. That's dope, you guys. It's uh, it's lame, but like I was so out of shape that like walking, or I not out of sh- like yes, out of shape, but like immobile for months. Mm-hmm. That like I was sore the whole first week. I shit you not, and I I mostly just walked and like did like five <laughs> yeah. squats. You know, like little. Mo- I mean, it was terrifying actually. But now you're not. Now sore. I'm good. Yeah, and you were doing uh, a little, and I'm uh, up to a mile and a half, which I know is not much, but again, we're talking months of immobility. And we've only been doing this yeah. thing for a week. It's only been a week. Yeah, and not even to tomorrow will be a full week. So. Fuck yeah! You All guys. that to say, we got a Vitamix. We've oh been my god! Yeah, shit. sorry, sorry. Yeah. And so we've been like. Just playing with it. Like, oh, like, what do you do? You put a fucking vegetable in there. You put some fruits in there, some ice, some yogurt, some almond milk, whatever. And just Morgan's been having fun with it. Hell just yeah. Blending lots of different shit. Then I got the idea and I was like, oh, we have to say this for when Jamal's here. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. Uh, one, we're, we're not doing sugar right now. And this is a. Uh, it's kind <laughs> of a workaround. So right. <laughs> the Vitamix idea is that yeah because yeah. i'm looking at this thing this motor and i'm like holy fuck this it's is so power powerful. city it's just destroying things in the liquid and i'm like mm-hmm. i just want to get a big old sack of oranges and just i'm yeah. so on board an entire sack <laughs> and just straight orange juice i'm so out of this vitamin. on yeah. board with that and i'm real excited to try your own that. fresh pressed hell yeah not even pressed just completely pulverized yeah, I mean this thing. Right. This thing will turn it into a liquid, my friend. Anyways, Jamal, throwing to you. Yeah, it's been it's been a it's been a wild uh, two weeks since uh, we talked last. I'm fucking so. Ian and Nicole are moving out of their house and they're moving into uh, an RV trailer. Okay, it's gonna, this is going to be this big adventure oh, with with all the children. Yeah, so they'll be living in it for like a month, but you know, as they finish out the school year, and Ian finishes up teaching because he's back in person and shit. And uh, and then the plan is that they're going to take the RV and drive it up to uh, Alaska uh, for the summer. And so I've been helping them. Ian and I drove. Uh, Ian drove. I was in the passenger seat all the way to uh, Seattle to pick this thing up. And oh, uh, from a guy just outside of Seattle, <laughs> on the way there, uh, we stopped at McDonald's to get breakfast. And the lady at the counter there, she was a uh, very old, mm-hmm. but loves her job. Oh, that's nice. And uh, a very nice lady. I had one of those and... at, at my McDonald's. Anyway. Oh yeah. She was on the breakfast team, and she would always say, uh, mm-hmm. like, she had a phrase that I can't think of, and it doesn't matter. So. Good morning. It, yeah, it's like, and a beautiful morning <laughs> to you or whatever. Like everybody knew what it right. was. Yeah. Go ahead. Right, <laughs> right. So she, <laughs> she she was one of those. And she uh, uh, she was like trying to help Ian with his app, which was adorable. Because Ian's trying to get that, that McDonald's deal. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> and anyway, so I, I go to order because he says this is taking way too long. I'm like we got to get back on the road, yada, yada, yada. We got to meet this guy here pretty soon. So I'm like, uh, can I just get like a, McDonald's uh, is a, a double cheeseburger? Yeah, uh-huh. Jamal keeping the schedule. That's funny. <laughs> well, no, the ordering process. This is, oh, on, this oh. is on me and Ian, <laughs> right? So I go, hey, can I get? Can I just get a, like, fuck, fuck the discounts. Whatever. I'm paying for it. I'm like, just, <laughs> just I don't care. Yeah. It's With fine. like a 20 cent McDonald's. discount. I can't imagine it being. Right. 
Right. So I go, uh, can I get a double cheeseburger? And she goes, you mean a McDouble? Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, yeah, whatever you, whatever you call it, Fuck give you. me that shit, okay? <laughs> give it your best translation. Yeah. <laughs> whatever the best version of what I just said, give me that. I'll pay top dollar. What if you're like, no, 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 that's not what it is. Mm. It's a- uh, Not that. I don't think so. It's like a Mac Maybe, biggie. but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a Mac dose. So yeah, so I get I get that. Ian gets whatever the fuck he gets, and we pay. And literally, they're like, "All right, here you go. <laughs> Here's your food." So, uh, yeah, it was super quick. That uh, they always are. We had zero wait time. Uh-huh. That was great. They, I couldn't be couldn't be happier with that experience. I'm loving it. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I love this stuff. So then we're on our way. We we get to the the guy. The guy walks us through the whole fucking thing. There, the whole uh, we the trailer. It's cool. It's big. It's like thirty feet long. I don't have a concept of thirty feet, but yeah, would eight people live in there comfortably? Comfortably, um, thirty that? feet is is it like is, the uh, the trailer. At your parents three and a house? half Shaquille O'Neal's or something. What? Is it's it, like from the touchdown to the ten yard line. Like, fuck you. Is it like as big as I? It's probably not the same shape, but as big as the trailer at your parents' house. Um, no, it's not that long. You cut out the the kitchen area of that trailer. Okay, and that's about as long as it is. Who needs yeah. to eat when you got McDonald's? <laughs> nobody, nobody. But but this thing has slides, and what those are is you once you're parked and you're set up, two of the areas they slide out uh, oh, in the other hell direction. Yeah. So you get more room. So it, 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 so it they slide out um, to the sides. It widens. So like it's yes. long. Widens. Yeah, it widens it. Thank you. <laughs> it widens. Thank you. That's what we're looking for. Yep. It widens, which and it's dope. So you have a bedroom in the back that widens out, and then the kitchen slash living room area widens out as well. And then there's a bedroom in the in the very front of the thing. Is that a manual master bedroom like widening, or is it is there a button that like? It's a yeah, there's a button. You don't nice. have to pull them out yourself. <laughs> They're heavy as shit. It's not like you cranking a window open. Yeah. So there's a button and it goes hella slow. It's like two thousand one a space odyssey when you push those buttons. It's pretty dope. Wait, wait, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. It's yeah. just you and Ian going to go get this? Yes. How are you mm-hmm. returning? Do you have do you hitch the car to the back of it? Because you're yeah. not driving it. No. You're not driving Ian's car back. Oh, I don't think it's like a motor home. It's just a trailer. No, no, no. It's a trailer. It's a trailer. Yeah. So you'd have to hitch it either way. Oh, okay. I was thinking of like it was an RV. It's hitched to the back of the excursion. Didn't you call it an RV earlier? Well, technically they're they're all they're all RVs. All right. No, they're not. It's a vehicle. RV means recreational. Yeah, it just means a recreational. This is a trailer. Right. A recreational vehicle implies that you can drive it. Right. Jamal wouldn't know that. So let's be kind to him. <laughs> They're not all RVs. Be kind of homie. retarded boy. <laughs> no, but, I like how like sure of himself he was with that. Right, but <laughs> well, yeah, because what I was gonna say is like uh, I see a lot of RVs with their car hitched to the back, like they're towing their own car, but they're driving their RV. Oh, I see, I see. But yeah. this this happens to be the other way around, is what you're saying? Yeah, it's just it's just a trailer. It's a trailer. It's just a trailer. <laughs> it's just a trailer. What kind of car are you pulling this with? Because I feel like usually you, you need it's, like it's a It's an F-250. Ooh. Okay, so it's a truck. It's an excursion, but that has been taking up a lot of my time this week. Last week, uh, so our nephew, Elliot, put out his first single mm-hmm. called, uh, it's called Homebound. 
and uh, he goes by Dukami, D-U-K-A-M-I-I. It's a dope track. Everybody go check it out. It's on Apple Music. It's on Spotify. Um, shine your light on him on YouTube. Um, <laughs> and and I inspiration struck. I popped out the old iPhone 11 Pro that I that I own, and I shot a music video outside with Baby Miles, and I sent that uh, over to him. And so him uh, him and I have been collaborating on figuring out how to how to make this uh, the official music video. I'll uh, I'll see if I can send you guys a link to to it before it's out. Hell get yeah! Get, get, give me that exclusive access. Yeah, I give you that exclusive, man. But that's been taking up a lot of my time. That took about a week to to do. Hell yeah, man! Get into those personal projects. They're fucking fun. Yeah, they're the shit, man. All right, so read, fellas. Are you ready? I'll go first because I have two, so that way we can stagger them. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so I read "Foe" by Ian Reid, our brother. <laughs> who is also the author oh, yeah. of I'm Thinking of Ending Things. And yep. this book, uh, it's, I think it's his second novel. I think he only has the two. I think he's written other stuff. He's but... written um, like kids books or not nonfiction, whatever. I can't remember which one, but one of those right. is true. But so this one, I enjoyed it. I would say about 100 pages in, about a third of the way, mm-hmm. I sort of saw how it was going to end yeah, and kind of hoped that maybe it didn't end that way, but it didn't take away from the experience. The experience is very, it's slow, but it's, I like the way he writes. I like the way this I guy is writing. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was interesting for me, but it is a, like it's takes place all in just one house over a long period of time of just this guy. It's almost like this guy is like a parasite in this, in this couple's life. He just moves in with him. He's just like, yeah, you're selected to be to go on this new space trip. He's like, I have to be in here, and you, I have to hook this up to your body, and I have to do this to you. Oh, okay. And they're just kind of going along with it, and you're sort of in this whirlwind of like, what the fuck is happening? Our lives are getting away from us situation. Mm. So it's it's enjoyable. I, 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 yeah. I, I'd give it like a – I'd give it maybe a three and a half. I don't know if it, I officially would recommend it to anybody, which is what the four star means. <laughs> four stars definitely mm-hmm. like without reservation, I think – People should read a book. Uh, five stars, like this is like one of my favorite books. But this one, I th- I don't think it quite makes it to four star only because it is quite. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if predictable Predict- is the right uh, word. But it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, it's I know almost what like you mean. it's like I I don't know because I I just like the way this guy writes. But some people might not yeah. be appreciative of either his writing or not care. I would say I would say read. I'm thinking of ending things. If you're going to read one of his books, mm-hmm. and if you like that, then you mm-hmm. might like Foe as well. There you go. Okay. But I'm thinking of ending things is better, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's Foe by Ian Reed. <laughs> Word. Uh, I finished yesterday uh, a man called Ove. Nice. And so this book has gotten a lot of hype. Movie made out of it. Another movie about to. Be made out, out of it, it. starring it won, Tom Hanks. It, the 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 foreign one won Oscars and shit. Uh-huh. So it's like, or was nominated. I don't know. But um, anyway, not necessarily means it's a good book though. <laughs> right. <laughs> the movie. The movie. Gets here's, right. here's the thing: <laughs> is I I wonder if I would have liked it more with like it was unavoidable hype. I liked. I loved the book. It was great. I mean, it, there were some parts of it where it's like, it's hard to, uh, I don't want to say it's repetitive because it's not. It's mind-wandering sections where it's like. Where it's like, 
Kind of, but it's like... It, you feel the fatigue of reading. I understand these sections where it's like, you know kind of where this chapter is going to end up. Yeah, especially towards like the... It feels like a lot of filler words third, to get there. Three, the third um, quarter, right? Because it's like, you know, his his personality is like sort of evolving, but like not really, but like he's still kind of sticking to his same... Yeah. Yeah. You're right. The end is super sweet. It's a feel-good book, which, like, I don't know. I can't remember the last time I read, like, a feel-good, like, yeah, heartwarming. Yeah, most books nowadays, mm-hmm. I feel like they're always, like, ominous. Yeah. Or, like, freaky. Um, or right. The twist is, like, fuck you. So I, I kind of was like, <laughs> oh, man, like, I dig this. It was it was kind of like a, you know, sad Casey Affleck in a way, but not. It was more, it was happier. Like, mm-hmm. anyway, I give it four out of five. I would recommend, I'm curious to read his other novel that I've also purchased, Anxious People. I've moved on to another book uh, that is not that one. So more to come on that. Hell yeah. Now I want to talk about the other book I read. Please do. I read The Bonfire of the Vanities. And you love this book. This book is fucking dope. (laughs) Jordan loves it. It's called The Bonfire of the Vanities. It's written by Tom Wolfe. Okay. This book is long. But holy fuck, I mean, it is excellent. It's hilarious. It's entertaining. It's super smart. I mean, it's just like this, the way this guy writes Shit. is like fucking funny. He like, almost laughed. I like, almost laughed out loud. Which, after a lot of part. Which but like tons do. of tons of moments that are making me smile throughout yeah. this whole movie of like, this is so funny. I could tell but you really book, loved it so. because you were like sharing a little like, you're like, I think you'd like, I think you'd laugh. And like, this yeah. is cool. And <laughs> well, it's like, I'd be curious. It, because I know you like, like, what makes you laugh in a book? Like, you like. It's hard to explain. Yeah. It's more like people thinking, like, there's a situation, but, like, they're in their head about. Yeah. Something, like, either talking shit about the situation, or, like, you know, someone's having a different experience, you assume, than, like, it doesn't, I don't know. Yeah. Does that make sense, what but, I'm saying? Like, as far as from the character's perspective, are you more laughing at, like, a character that you can relate to in, in a way that's like, ah, oh, fuck, they're getting, like, hijinks is happening to them in a way that it's like, oh, it's funny because it's like they're, they're a nervous wreck or whatever. You know, it's like, fuck, like, things are getting away from them in a way. They embarrass themselves yes. in some sort of way. Yes, embarrassing themselves mm-hmm. is huge. Um, yeah. And then, like, also, like, just neurotic thinking. Sure. It's so, funny. To so me. that's what I, yeah, yeah, neurotic thinking. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see if you think this book is funny because what's interesting about this is they're all the characters, almost all of them, are just pieces of shit in this book. Okay. And they're not like, they're not neurotic. Some of them, I mean, they're neurotic in the way that they're so vain. It's all vanity. Okay. In this book. Right. Van- hence so it's the like, title. Every character is like, like I, the way they so easily judge and look down upon others, but like defend their own yeah. fucking scoundrelly stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> that they're doing. Uh-huh. It is just I it, do. I like a talking shit, you know. Right, they talk shit mad in this in oh, this book without yeah. thinking their own shit. <laughs> they think their own shit don't stink, and I mean, but it's entirely like relatable, like and, and like in the mm-hmm. way that their own like insecurities and their own vanity. Yeah. It's like, like there are larger than life characters and like one guy's like a millionaire Wall Street guy and stuff, but all the little things of like how they think 
like they're judging other people <laughs> and like sure. they think they're... the things that I do judge right. other people. And then, you know, it's like stuff that I do all the time. Yeah. It takes <laughs> place in New York. So there's lots of different act. There's like the affluent accent. And then there's like the more street accent. There's the black accent. There's oh, the cool. Irish accent. There's the, and Sometimes he writes them all a, out. Like, a black accent in a book is awkward. It's not awkward in this okay. book. And it's, his book was written in 1987 and yeah. it's like, completely relevant and, and it's and so he's fucking an funny. old man in like a dapper old man the author i mean just wisdom is coming it's out of fucking this book. hilarious i highly recommend it it's so fucking funny um Fuck yeah i mean he's how, great. how does it stack up against uh ant kind you're, you're it's, fun, it's funny you say that because i think it's similar like the way that these characters are so yeah. full of themselves Mm-hmm. is similar right. like the the comedy is sim- similar as in kind i think you'd fucking love this book. well that's, that's why i'm concerned because i not that i got very far at all in ain't kind but i wasn't finding it funny yet. so but it's it is different and the story itself in this book is more cohesive okay i mean it's a straightforward mm-hmm. story but interesting nonetheless like yeah. it's it's a fucking a story i think you would enjoy it involves a court case and and it goes into like the politics of new york and like yeah and the fucking the newspapers and the hit me with it and yeah it's fucking it's i was just i can tell you loved it yeah um but no hype i don't want to hype this book up you might hate it (laughs) but apparently they made a fucking movie of it in 1990 starring tom hanks and bruce willis oh and it was critically panned. Mm. Everyone fucking hated it. Yeah. They said it sucked ass. It, oh, wow. It probably couldn't translate to movie. It doesn't sound like it would translate very no, well. Yeah, because like this mo- book needs to be turned into like a mini series or something. Yeah. Because it's fucking, one, yeah. it's long as shit, but it's necessarily long. Like sometimes it and goes it, off on like. It's a lot of like, it sounds like a lot of characters that you need to get to know their personalities. Yeah. But there's also a lot of like internal thinking that I don't know how well. A lot I, of the funny stuff in this book translates to I always screen. wonder that. A lot, like, so much of the funny stuff is italicized, mm-hmm. you know? Or it's, mm-hmm. like, their own, what they're, the characters are thinking. Yeah. And it's so fucking, because they'll, like, repeat things that other people say like, with, like, a question mark yeah. after it. Like, what? <laughs> like, so, someone said something, and they're like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, a like, lot of that And shit. one of them, <laughs> so like, the one funny. thing you shared with me is one of them's in the restaurant, and he's just, like, trying to find dessert. He just wants ice cream. He just wants ice cream. And it's, like... Uh, the waiter reads off. He's like, "We have a vanilla uh, chili chutney ice cream," and he goes, "Chili." Yeah, <laughs> like it's just, it, but it, uh, it is head. It's yeah. just, in his head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like food. Food jokes. Food. Food jokes is funny. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like the character that Bruce Willis plays. I looked it up on IMDb. Is mm. in the book is a British journalist who's like kind of a smarmy guy. What? And I'm like, what kind of casting is it? Bruce Willis is a British That's journalist? That's fucking weird. That's some like Vince Vaughn and Psycho sort of shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyways, bon- The Bonfire <laughs> of the Vanities by Tom Wolfe. Fucking five stars. Fuck yeah, I'll check five that shit out. Five stars, damn, homie. All right. Time to get into fucking movies. We got a lot of them, folks. Let's and it is a kind of a banger of a list, if I'm do say so myself. It's a banger of the list, but remember that we do start from number twelve. So we start from number twelve, <laughs> and this might be the one of the worst movies I've ever seen. So it it's gets... number it's twelve. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so we yeah. have we have a top twelve. Jamal has his own movies that he needs to talk to, and then we also have other movies that we watched, but we didn't watch together, so they're not part of the top twelve. And mm-hmm. then we also have non-movie things that we watch. So buckle up, folks. Buckle up. Okay. So we're going to start with the top 12 here. Yep. But we're not going to run through this top 12. We'll intermix other things. 
How does that sound? I don't, and then know, we'll what jump, that, I don't know what that means. We'll jump back to the list. So we'll do oh, like the so first we'll do like two, five or jump something to something else, okay. come back, okay? I don't know how I feel about that, it's but It's going to get okay. wild. We'll see. It's an April Fool's experiment. I don't know if I can keep my place. I will try. <laughs> <laughs> Number 12. Oh, speaking, uh, actually, I did have a quick question. Do you mind? Uh, Jamal, you mind? how was your St. Paddy's Day? <laughs> 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 I was really hoping for that response. <laughs> and then I had a follow-up question the... after I wrote that okay. down. Uh, what are you doing for yeah. Easter? <laughs> this okay. weekend. <laughs> Next week. Oh, man. Oh, man. I thought those were both. Apologies to the listeners. If you celebrate St. Patrick's Day, or if like, you're excited for it. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's, just, come on, it's just funny to us because um, we're lame. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's such a fucking non-holiday. Yeah. Well, it's a dr- it's a drinking holiday, which, granted, in the past I was mighty fond of of a drinking holiday because it made me feel like you know I I wasn't the only alcoholic. Right. <laughs> but sure. uh, now I'm just like, what? Are we really adults wearing green and we're gonna pinch each other? Like, fuck off. Yeah, the Leave whole pinching thing. Yeah, and it, it's funny because I like to wear muted colors. Mm-hmm. I like to be understated in the way I Same. dress. I, I own, and to be own forced, fully black and gray. But to be forced to wear a certain color. Is it, so upsetting. It's kind of upsetting, but it's also, and then it goes against it because now it's like if I'm not wearing the green, if I'm wearing my muted colors to go unnoticed, now I'm being noticed. So yeah. it's like I have to wear the green <laughs> to now not be noticed. But then you wear the green and you're like, fuck. Like, I'm buying into this. I don't want people to think that I give a shit. I remember one time back at school, <laughs> I fucking didn't know. Like, it was like a, like St. Patrick's Day was on a Tuesday or something. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know. I wasn't, like, aware. Oh, yeah. And so I, on, Monday, yeah. On, mo- on Monday, I just coincidentally wore my only green shirt wow. that I had <laughs> in my arse. God, nice. God is real Saved. moment. No, no. On Monday, I wore it. Oh, you fuck. Yeah, and it's on the a opposite of saved. Oh. So now it's like fuck. Oh, you didn't have like a green ribbon. I usually try and find an accessory. No, I see. I wasn't a girl, so I didn't have any ribbons and buttons and yeah. stickers to put on my body. Right. But <laughs> I didn't like drawing on my skin <laughs> with pens like those yeah. chicks used to do. <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, that's. <laughs> I forgot about that. I have green hands. Uh, fest, festive, <laughs> the festivities. Um. Yeah, so I was like, "What do I do now?" Yeah, because I've j- I just what do you call well, it? Well, you have twelve. You burned siblings, it. so I, feel I burned like, it. I burned my shirt. I feel like you know one mm-hmm. of them might have a green shirt. Nope. Yeah. When are we gonna borrow James's triple XL shirt? It's exactly what yeah. what I was yeah. thinking. Um, but yeah, yeah. it would have been funny. I don't know. I would never wear a James shirt. One, it doesn't fit, and two, I just wouldn't be down. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Number okay. twelve. Number twelve. Doctor sleep. Doctor oh, put me yeah. to sleep. I mean, it holy fuck! Did. I almost watched this. It's I almost so watched this. It's, first of all, bad. it's two hours and forty minutes long. Doesn't need to be. It's fucking wow. It's so. This is the sequel to The Shining. Okay. Oh my god. Right. And oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't know does where it to not start. need to exist. I do not know where to start. It's a fucking rated R movie. That feels like it, like it's for kids. Yes, but it's. I mean, it's not for kids because it's. I mean, there's some gory parts in it, and they think they curse and or whatever. They swear, or whatever. But it, like the the tone of the movie is very like fantasy well, children's it's, story. It's about magic, mm. like 
like big showy magic, you yeah. know, not like uh. cool magic or like you know, or like understated magic. It's like mm-hmm. the gayest magic. <laughs> it's super gay magic, <laughs> and the the gay magic is is interspliced with children being murdered. So it's like, dude, the first time <laughs> okay. they killed that one kid, I was like. There's one Damn. very gruesome scene of them this murdering. Is... Uh, it's the same boy from Good Boys. Oh, like yeah. I thought I recognized that. him, yeah. I mean, they're like torture. It's torture murder. Well, because... yeah, because he's like, are you going to hurt me? And she's like, yes. Yeah, we have to. She's <laughs> like, it purifies the steam. And if the movie was better, that scene would have been so fucking disturbing. It, was, it is disturbing it's scene. It's very disturbing. But... It's like because it's a bad movie, it doesn't like stick with me. Well, I can't be scared <laughs> right, of the right. <laughs> of the magic woman. I, I've it's she's just so right. She's not scary at all. No. It's just it's like I don't understand. It's like what they're doing is scary, but they themselves are. It's too magical and too Jamal. Like, I can't I out. can't overstate like. It's not only magic, but like they never tell you the parameters of the magic. They never tell you. They make it up as they go. Yeah. Why certain things matter? It's something tells me this is exactly how it is in the book. Like Stephen King. I'm really scared. Like Stephen (laughs) King wrote a a bullshit. I mean, it is horrible. Yeah. Not only that, but we start off the movie with uh, well, actually, no. Throughout the movie, they've decided to recast everyone from The Shining. As different people. Yeah, which so sucks. It's like, what, dude? Mm. They have a. Ja- they, uh, I cannot believe that they recast Jack Nicholson. Here's how it happens in the, in the fucking movie. Okay. And first of all, it would have been, I think it would have, this movie would have been better off if they just did a sequel to the book. Yeah. And completely forgot about the original Stanley Kubrick, The Shining movie. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't have done that because no one's going to go watch that movie because it's like everyone loves The Shining so much, and that's the as sell movie. as yeah. this movie, is to see the same locations and right. and deal with Danny as an adult. Right, and his fucking 13-year-old BFF. So the first scene you see is the scene from The Shining of fucking Danny from the behind on the tricycle riding through the hotel. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, yeah. oh, is this like a remastered, because it looks HD as fuck, is this remastered uh-huh. original footage? Because you just see him from the back. Yeah, because you just see him from the back, and then he turns and you see him from a profile and he looks similar enough to where I'm like, this is enough. But I'm like, that probably isn't the same kid. Yeah. Well, yeah. And hopefully this yeah. is it, though, because then I can then I'll be, be fine. Move, right. move on. Yeah. But it's the scene where he's like looking over his shoulder back at room 237. And mm-hmm. it's like, Ooh, and so they. Sh- yeah. But it's like that exact scene. But they don't use that scene from the movie. They, they reshot it with this kid. Mm hmm. But it's like that's I'm it, fine with all it, that. Yeah, I'm fine with it. It looks similar enough. And I'm like, maybe they just needed to recast it so they can show a little extra. Yeah. Uh and mm-hmm. then it's like, no, no, no. Here's the next scene Ugh. where now he's fucking at home with his mom. Shelly Duvall. Shelly Duvall played by Who couldn't a be who literally you can't recast Shelly Duvall. Right. You would have to have right. some major CGI. <laughs> yeah. Like you would have to do the fucking whatever, yeah. the Princess Leia thing in yeah. Star Wars or whatever. Right. So it's just a different actress. And she's doing a Shelley Duvall impersonation from mm. The Shining. And she's doing a good job. Maybe. I couldn't even tell if she was doing a good job because I was so angry. But she's not acting. She's doing an impersonation. Yeah. So it's, it takes you out of it mm-hmm. uh-huh. immediately. I mean, you're just like, right. she's busy. At, she's busy doing the impersonation to do any acting. Exactly. <laughs> and it's, you're just, you can't help mm-hmm. but think, oh, wow, like, look at this person doing a Shelley Duvall. And it's like a beautiful it's, woman. Right. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So 
No comment. <laughs> and then you get the black guy recast. Mm-hmm. Which I'm fine with because, you know, I can't. They all look the same. <laughs> I'm not fine. Okay. I'm fine. Right. It was a joke, you guys. God damn it. Before we started the pod, Morgan was like, what do we call them? Basketball oh. Americans. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> That's what Jamal said, you guys. <laughs> Basketball Americans. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> so then- you get to the end of the movie and he goes back to the fucking hotel and he goes into the room that Jack Nicholson chops down with an axe and it just like blasts back. Like it does a flashback to that scene in the movie, except it's Shelley Duvall holding the knife screaming, you know, as an, as the mm-hmm. axe is going through the door yeah. and it's, but it's her, yeah. it's the new actress doing a reenactment of that scene, ah, oh my God. screaming and they just show the axe and I'm like, ah! oh. and I'm like, good. Like, and then they cut back and I'm like, good. They're not going to, try and go for the fucking leap of faith Here's on Johnny. showing us Jack, Jack Nicholson, Nicholson or recasting. who they think right. is Jack Nicholson. Like, thank God, right? You know, I'm thinking, I'm relieved. Yeah. And then, then fucking they do. Danny goes into the gold room. Unnecessary. To the bar, and Lloyd is now being played by Jack Nicholson. Who clearly is supposed, yeah, is supposed to be. He's playing, being played by his dad because he keeps calling him dad. Yeah. It's clear, like, it, yeah. it's a guy with the same haircut. Yeah. Who but he isn't. doesn't look anything like or act Jack like him or is interesting in any way, shape, or form. It's such mm. a boring scene, so forgettable and so underwhelming to see it. It's one of the worst movies I think I've ever seen. <laughs> it ruins The Shining. Now it, the, Sh- the Shining sucks. Now it is so bad. <laughs> no, no, I'm just come kidding. On. It doesn't. We talked about The Shining last time we talked, right? Yeah. We're going to talk about it again. We are, yeah. Okay, word. I mean, it's what prompted us to watch these movies. We watched yeah. The Shining first, and just back to back these movies. Oh. How good The Shining is compared to how shitty this movie. Mm-hmm. It's just upsetting how The Shining is just a mood movie. You yeah. know, it's like constantly yeah. making you feel what it wants you I to felt feel. Zero things. It's visceral. In this movie. Yeah, this movie is like complete Hollywood, like showing you scenes without any sort of like anything. I, I don't feel I didn't anything care about yeah. anyone. I was no rooting for anyone. I just wanted the magic right. to stop it, so bad. It felt like it could have been made by it, anybody. It was just a fucking piece of shit. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. Oh, and the other, like the 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 supporting lead, whatever. Though the girl, yes. Oh my god, the worst. She is a completely underwhelming actress. She's she's a, kid. a child, but still. I mean, she's like thirteen or she's probably sixteen. Mm. She plays a thirteen-year-old. Yeah, and it is disastrous. She's like snap, snap. And oh, it's funny, Morgan said this thing. So in this movie, uh, these people, I don't know, what are they called? They're zombies. They don't have a name. They're they're uh, a tribe of ghost people, immortal ghost people <laughs> who go around okay. killing children and taking their, killing, I think they're killing children who have the shining. They do. So if you have the shining, okay. they go around finding you. And, and, and there are lots of people who have a, a minimal amount of shine. A little bit. But they yeah. like to find people with the big shine. Oh, well, of course. And big when money. they find them, they fucking kill them or they slowly kill them and make them scream and then trap their screams into a canister. <laughs> it's like Monsters, Inc. He's <laughs> like, this is Monsters, Inc. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I was what? like, what the fuck? Like they feed on their screams, which is not Monsters, Inc., but it's just so funny. Yeah, they're trapping their screams yeah. into these canisters. <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck. And they yeah. call it steam, and I hate that. Yeah, it's the energy is steam. And, I hate uh, it. I hate, yeah, I hate that's, everything that's about everything about this movie. I can't think of one thing I like about it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something positive about There's it. There's none. All right, enough about that. Don't uh, 
it's it's so garbage if you want to watch it to laugh but like i was mad the whole time so that's that mm. let's take a huge leap up we're going we're going to go way up from here on out to number 11 number 11 minority report ooh pretty low it well yes but in the scheme of things, I feel like this where is where it belongs. When I first watched this movie, I thought it was the dopest shit ever. And now... There are some laughable things about it. Yeah. But I still think it's super dope. It's I think, good. I, and, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. We're taking a big leap. Yeah, from a sci-fi perspective, I just like the way they handle so much shit. Yeah. Like logistically mm-hmm. about like the setup. Like the beginning of the movie, I think is so dope. It's just as far as like... The screen. The mm-hmm. way that logistically having a a program that oh we use people to figure out who's going to kill people in the future and Mm -hmm. how this would look legally right stuff i think it's done so well Mm -hmm. but yeah it's funny they're just little i like the twist and i like the like the one loophole it's it's a movie that does that so well Mm -hmm. of you think that they've set up all the rules and it's okay so you can't you can't escape this like someone's gonna see you murder somebody right and the guy co- like comes up with the one thing that you can do to to trick the system, and I think it is a it's super very clever. clever. Yeah, yeah, and it is super clever and like real. It's not like they fucking fake it. Um, I would like to say uh, he does kill himself in the end with a gun that I would not think would even harm anyone. Like nah, it's the it, it can smallest kill gun kill I've ever seen in my life. You can kill people with small guns, dude. It looks like <laughs> it's. Like the bullets can't be even. I think they're nine mil bullets. They're like pins. It's so bizarre. It's a tiny like, gun. I but... thought it was a Shogun. Shogun. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, are we? What's happening? All right, uh, Jamal, give us one of your movies that you watched. All right, I saw the movie Six Days to Air, which isn't quite a, f- a feature film. That's oh, we watched like that 40 too. Minutes long. What? Oh shit! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. Totally yeah. Watched we watched it right after the pod. That's perfect. Right. Yeah. What the fuck? Did we talk about it or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We talked about here? it after the oh, post pod. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, that would have been a crazy God is real. Yeah, that would have been insane. Well, I think it, I mean, there's not much to say. It's great. Yeah. Uh, it's insane. It's all coming back to me. Yeah, we did talk about it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, it's super yeah, yeah, impressive. Like I say, it's about South. The yeah, the 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 creators of South Park, how they do everything in fucking six days, basically. It it, it yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts what they do. It really and is, and and that guy does all of it. Yeah, well, I mean, he Trey Parker, like they have the division of labor, but Trey Parker is like the creative force. Like what he, he says does all goes. the writing. <laughs> it looks like yeah, he does the voices. He directs other people who are oh, doing Oh, he does voices. everything. He yeah, does yeah. everything. But Matt Stone also does a lot. Sure, I, he contributes. <laughs> and they, I, I love how they kind of alluded to like, yeah, we're like a band, you know? Like they're trying, to me it felt like they were trying to give, tra- I forget which one is which, but the other guy. Trey Par- yeah. Parker's the crazy one. Okay, so Matt Stone. Yeah. Uh, they're trying mm-hmm. to like justify <laughs> I didn't, it didn't feel that way to me. It did to me. Because it's it's Trey who says it. He says something like, yeah, it's like... Without him, oh, you know, like there is no... there's this guy and there's his band. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, yeah. But then you take his band away and it's just this, you know, this shitty guy. And <laughs> like, then Matt Stone is like, you know, he has his strengths and I have mine. Basically, he is better at, like, 
promoting, I guess, or, or interviews. He's better dealing, dealing with the public and yeah, 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 yeah. doing that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get it. I really do that they're like a partnership and I'm sure they both like contribute, but holy fuck, it looks like that other guy puts in way more work. <laughs> he puts in a lot more of the creative work, I'd say, which is what the documentary is more focused on. Yeah. So that's why it seems like. Right. But I do think Matt Stone, Matt Stone is just not as live or die sure with the show as trey parker like yeah it's not like he's leaving trey parker to do all the work it's like no this is how he operates trey he's he needs to be in control yeah of the whole thing so it's like if matt stone was any other way if he was trying to do more work it It would get in the way it wouldn't work because the way that their personalities jive so well yeah he's a control control freak um i like that he was like i fucking hate the writing (laughs) process i thought that was Funny, yeah, and yeah. he eats McDonald's, and he's like, "I'm just." It's There's just a little a, bit of joy. A little bit of joy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Trey Park is a very outspoken, huge uh, Legend of Zelda fan, by the way, too. He loves it. Doesn't it. surprise outspoken. me. Outspoken. It doesn't surprise me. Outspoken. What does surprise me is he did say, like, "Yeah, like I like to just go home and like play video games and like unwind or whatever." And I'm like, "How? When?" Where is this time? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand. Like, they're coming off like, of the must Book be of on Mormon. the off season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, he's like to unwind after like being at the fucking South Park office for 18 hours, yeah. is what I thought he was saying. But I don't it's know. Like, Yo, when do you sleep, homie? Yeah, it was very alarming. I was concerned yeah. for everyone's, for his health, actually. Only the animators. I couldn't do that. It's too stressful. It's like it, it's insane. It's insane the because do. they're just like, waiting the you... for him to come up with like the yeah. outline. Then they kind of do it, and, and then they anything. change it. So it's like, I first yeah. of all, I hate like being the one, like the waiting process of the workflow of like, fuck, just get this to mm-hmm. me, get this to me, get this to me, and the tedium of it. That yeah. guy has to line up their the voices. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, oh my god, that's insane. I was that, like, I can't that in believe and of itself. someone would would accept this job like holy hell that sucks that the fact that you'd have to match up all of the mouths that part alone the fact that you can get all of that done in a day or less not just in yeah 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 not not just in a week but <laughs> in like hours i know <laughs> like they're getting they're like, getting it like they, when the episode they show pass, they're like... down to the fucking wire yeah <laughs> yeah get it yeah. close enough like it's Jesus insane Christ. It's incredible, right. the animation. I, the animation crew did not... I wanted to learn more about that. A lot of the... Yeah, they're like waiting around for a lot of it for him to finish the script like the day before Sucks, it's due dude. and shit. Sucks, And then they're like waiting and to make to sure that he doesn't have any changes. Can you imagine just being like, please, God, oh, yeah. please, God, please, God, please, God. I think they're in it. Yeah. Uh, it seems like they're all... Yeah, they're, they've they're all stayed the there they for forever. They know what they signed yeah. up for. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't have, they don't have a gun to their head. They don't have lives but, or wives or families yeah, or they know they they're making there. one of the biggest no, no. shows yeah. happen it's like and it's only six in the FBI weeks or the cia good doc good doc quick short 40 minutes mm-hmm. yeah. okay go ahead morgan number 10 number 10 chinatown Ooh, i like a chinatown uh, the first thing that caught my attention about this movie is that jack nicholson is like a a leading man attractive a handsome person man. a handsome man yeah which surprised me i was like huh am i almost attracted to jack nicholson in this movie it's very odd 
But uh, he's a good looking fellow. He's good looking. He's not bad he is looking. Good looking. He's not a psycho looking. He pulls off. He pulls off. I don't remember how much of this is in Chinatown because uh, I can only picture him with a hat on. But he pulls off the cul-de-sac look so well, better than anyone ever has. He has a hat on. You know what I mean? Virtually the whole time. But what is the cul-de-sac mm-hmm. look? The the male pattern baldness where they hit the, oh. you know, the fucking yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> his isn't quite a cul-de-sac, but how you know the, no, it's a fucking it's definitely he's like losing some hair his in hair. the very front, but like in The Shining. Yeah yeah yeah. But this. But like he wears it so naturally. I agree. It's the confidence that carries it. Is it is the confidence. Yeah. Um, I yeah. liked this movie. I liked it. It was mm-hmm. an enjoyable watch, but like it didn't change my life really. It's it's mm-hmm. definitely a slow as fuck burn. It's it is it. You could call it boring at times. Yeah. Um. You could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. I do. I do enjoy it. It does have the iconic ending. Well, and it's like everyone wants him to find out all this stuff, and they won't give him any information that it seems is kind of annoying. Super pertinent. <laughs> it's, and it's like the the yeah the rate at which information is released is. is very slow but the real the revelation of the situation uh, i'm his daughter i'm his yeah I'm, she's I'm, my daughter and my sister you're like oh, like oh fuck. i'm your son <laughs> i'm son it's a it's cool it seems like it would be a good maybe when it came out i don't know I, it's good I, I don't think it's a bad movie but i don't think it's a bad movie and i'm gonna say something very blasphemous here but as far as like favorite movies like movies i want to watch mm-hmm. i put minority report above it only because Chinatown, it's Rewatchability? so hard. Rewatchability? It's so hard to watch. I'll never watch Chinatown again. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I've I'm... seen Minority Report eight times, probably. Yeah, and I'll watch it again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not a rewatch. But you overall think it's a better movie than Minority Report? Y- well, that's the thing. It's like, what are you asking me? What are you asking? Not you. I'm not asking you anything. I'm asking Morgan. Oh. How am I supposed to know that? I'm not... <laughs> He's asking you a question. What? You put Chinatown above minor- Minority Report. After your report. statement. Yeah, because yeah. I think it is, it's more of a classic movie. Like, I like the performances in it. I'm trying to. I just, for rewatchability, I would, I would rewatch Minority Report, you know? Here's the thing. It's like, it's impossible to parse out knowing that Chinatown is regarded as a classic. Sure. If I didn't right. know that information, yeah. I feel like I would, without any reservation, put Minority Report above it. And be like that movie. That was Chinatown's a boring movie. I don't fucking think it's a bad movie. Yeah, I'm not like fuck that movie. You just made me watch. No, it's like I'm glad I watched it. There's lots of things I enjoy about it, but overall, I mean, it's just like as far as like entertainment. Sheer bound, entertainment. I don't always watch movies just for sheer entertainment, so it's hard to describe. But it's like I, I right now I feel like I would maybe switch more that. of a mood. Do I feel like the 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 story, like the f- I, emotions that Chinatown yeah. made me feel, put it at the level. Because that's what other movies do. They're yeah. slower. It's like they make right. me feel things. But Chinatown didn't make me feel like I almost felt watching it because this is my second time seeing it. I was it. like very excited for the, it to end. Yeah, I would. I was looking <laughs> for like the second time watching it to be like, oh, I'm getting more out of this. Yeah. But I didn't feel that way. I just felt like, oh, this is kind of like I'm understanding the plot better. Uh-huh. But it still didn't grab me as like, oh, fuck. I agree. There's a couple of cool yeah. shots in it that are pretty. But they most, are pretty. But the, Polanski does this <laughs> bland coat over the whole movie, which I guess is intentional, <laughs> but it gives it this like 
dull dull like there's no vibrant colors yeah. in the looks it's like you're just adding right. to the board i guess i was i was entertained watching jack nicholson yeah he's quippy and entertaining um but i think you're right i think i just felt like it should be above <laughs> like you know like it needs like it yeah. has earned that credit to be like you'll get laughed at part. if you if you don't yeah but um i don't know that i it's I'll cons- let me think on that for for a few moments. Sure. I might I, I might ultimately change my mind on that, but I don't know. I liked it. There were parts that were I don't know, man. It's they're so different. It's yeah. very difficult to. Uh... I'm looking ahead at this list, and mm-hmm. I think there's one more movie that I would, I would put Uh-oh. below, maybe even Chinatown. And you're gonna be shocked at the one I pick, but we'll get to it. I'm scared because it's probably like in my top five. No, I I don't know. I don't know, but. Is one that I, upon I rewatch, it, it, it has dropped, is. in my opinion. Actually, I think it's just out of my top five, and I think I know which one it is. Okay. But give us a number nine. Number nine, The Vanishing. The Vanishing. Have you ever one. seen? Never heard of it. The Vanishing is a Dutch movie. From 1988. Is. We were watching Joe and Ron on. From Joe and Ron Last on, night. They're doing thrillers, and they highly recommended uh-huh. The Vanishing. Well, they were like. They were getting to the third one, and they're like, if you haven't seen it, which most of you probably haven't. Like, like stop pause. and go watch so it. So we did it. That's why we needed your login info. Yeah, it's <laughs> on the Criterion Collection. <laughs> so we just watched it today. Ah, I see. We watched it today. And this movie's good. It is. A, it's a good movie. I, I I recommend it. I recommend it to anybody who enjoys. Don't ruin it for me. Don't say too much. Oh, we can't. Watch it. There's like it's very spoiler spoilerable. Yeah, we can't talk anything. Okay. I mean, yeah, don't say shit. Yeah, I won't say anything about I'll it. Watch it tonight, even. Cool. Yeah, just watch this movie. What did you think about it, though? I enjoyed it. I did, too. I did enjoy it. I did, too. I, w- I would put it... Uh, I don't know if I'd put it above Minority Report. I'd put it above <laughs> Chinatown. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Minority Report is number Minority one. Minority it's Report not. on rewatch, I was like, you know, it's just... There is some cheese on there. There's cheese. There's definitely point, parts where I'm like, why the fuck are we doing this? And it's, like, like, it's like... It's a movie I loved when I was a little kid, you know? And it's, it's like... I don't know. It just... I can see all the... I hate the I hate the lady, the inventor of the precog. She sucks, but God. yeah, we don't need to talk about Minority Report okay, anymore. Okay. But it, there's only one more movie that I put below Minority Report. What? Oh, we're and we'll get to it yeah, yeah, later. I, I know what it is. Actually, there might be two. There might be two. Oh fuck! Minority Report is climbing my list I'm as really we scared. as we speak. <laughs> but before we talk about that, let's go back to Jamal. What else did you watch, Jamal? I watched casino yeah finally yeah. a first watch for you finally watched it casino we've already talked about it on the pod robert de niro oh my god don't you just want to jump all their bones they're so good in that movie i i mean i not I in an attractive way here's the thing i think i thought it was i thought it was decent i <gasps> thought it was decent overall i felt it was a little overhyped for me by your by you guys or oh. something because i'm watching this because i'm looking for like that joe pesci eshi you know what i'm saying oh my god if you weren't blown away pesci. by joe pesci i don't know what to say i mean i can understand you not being blown away by sharon I thought stone he was good in it or this is yeah sharon movie. stone has like good moments and like not so good moments he's defining joe pesci robert de niro i think is great in it joe pesci i think is is good i think he's good in it but i think the pesci was hyped for me i, I don't know i i it's not my favorite joe pesci and I think that might be why. I think maybe if I hadn't had the hype, maybe I'd feel differently. So I'm putting it on you guys. I'm not saying it's my favorite Joe Pesci. I'm just saying he's so fucking good in it. And I kind of agree. There's uh, in the in the ether of that 
Robert De Niro is miscast in this movie. I don't agree. I kind of agree mm-hmm. when you break down what the movie is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be a Jewish casino, not right. the owner, but the guy who's running everything. Mm-hmm. And right. he's not supposed to be a tough guy. Oh. Joe Pesci is the tough right. guy. Yeah. He's the guy, but right. Robert De Niro comes off as a tough guy because he's such a badass guy. For sure. But he, he just he just can't not. Right. He's so imposing. And I don't think the character yeah. is supposed to be. I think he's supposed to be a Jewy fucking, mm-hmm. well, he's I, good with numbers kind of guy. You know? <laughs> well, but no, but he is like sure. a kind of a dangerous fellow. Like, I think he's someone who wants to go down the right path, but it's almost like he's defined by his work and like he cares so much. He's just a hard ass about things being perfect. Right. But I think he does that well, but I feel like you can do that being like, who oh, he's such a perfectionist by how the casinos run. And he's so good at like predicting. Right, and you don't need Robert De Niro to do that. You don't need someone like, who's also like, I, I feel like he's going to kick my ass. I just right, really right. enjoyed him in this movie. I did too. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. I just, I mean, I love Robert yeah, De Niro. Yeah, it's just like when you look at the movie from a bird's eye view yeah. of like, it's like Joe Pesci- who am I going to cast to play this character? It seems odd. Right, Joe Pesci seems less scary next to Robert De Niro. Oh, right? I think sure. he's supposed to be scarier. Yeah. For sure. See, I guess right. I have this impression that, that um, Robert De Niro was like Joe Pesci and then he was like, no, I'm going to do the legal. I'm going to go to Vegas and like I'm, I'm turning myself around. That's how I pictured it of like I'm going down this legal path now. Yeah. And then that's what it is. Yeah. OK. That's what I thought. So he is kind, he he does have a tough past that he's kind of shaking off. No, no, no. I don't think he was tough in his past, though. I think he's just involved with the mob. Oh. With tough motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. But he wants right. to just be legit. Yeah, and then Joe Pesci right. is like the total insane, scary. His I mean, pass or a follow. It's hard him. to. I was impressed that they were able to make me even scared of Joe Pesci because it's he visually is not a scary person. He's goofy. Yeah, he's goofy. He's a goofy guy. I mean, I think he's so fucking funny. But I in think this movie. I think it's funny because I I agree with what you're saying about Robert De Niro next to Joe Pesci and how Robert De Niro is. He, he comes across. He has a scary presence here. He, at least he can. Because, I mean, even just his his back catalog of movies has built it up for him, obviously. And mm-hmm. so, like, you see Robert De Niro, you, 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 and meet the Fockers. He's a perfect cast for meet the, uh, I mean, meet the parents. Um, <laughs> he was miscast for meet the Fockers, meet the, um, <laughs> meet the Fockers, but meet the parents. <laughs> perfect. Bitch, perfect. Um, all that to say, in Goodfellas, I think he's, Joe Pesci is definitely scarier next to Robert De Niro and, in. Goodfellas. I mean, and also all of this to say, I mean, scary to me is kind of the wrong word. Yeah, I agree. Because Joe Pesci, I mean, yes, he's just more yes. entertaining than, like, I'm not like, oh my God, Joe Pesci. Like, yeah. it's like, he's so fucking, it's Wacky. fun to watch him do what he's doing. <laughs> yes. In real, like, course. if you, like, you're superimposing him into, like, a real life scenario, like, this guy would be fucking scary as shit. Yeah, if in it real wasn't life. Joe Pesci. <laughs> but, Right. Yeah, in the in the movie scenario it's so entertaining cuz that's just what Scorsese does. I really yeah. liked it. I feel like I'm I no, feel it's like good. I'm an it's outsider. A good, it's a I really good like movie. Casino. Obviously Goodfellas is a better movie. Yeah. I mean, I say obviously, but Goodf- I mean, Goodfellas is a fucking perfect movie. Yeah. All right, cool. Are we on number 8? Eight? eight. A Clockwork Orange. Boom. I watched this too. Ooh, I put shit. so this is the movie. This is the movie that I was oh, okay. referencing. I didn't Upon think rewatch, you. I drop it. I th- wow, upon rewatch, it goes way up for me. Well, because I don't think you liked it very much. I hated it. To me, what? 
uh, when I saw it many, many, many. Oh, I was the like first time. Yeah. Upon rewatch, it's not as great right. to me as it once was. Yeah. Because before it's like it, it's mm-hmm. the shock value. It's like, oh, this movie's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. And now I'm rewatching it with like, I don't know, a, a new perspective on just wanting to enjoy the film. Oh, it's and, in in, in yep. no way enjoyable. It's not pleasant to watch at any point in time. I mean, just compared to like The Shining and 2001, like this movie is not. It's a dirtier movie. I just the character mm-hmm. himself is not as captive. Like there's some hilarious stuff in this movie, first of all. But like, yeah, I think the acting is like bad kind of like not not on everybody's part and not all ways uh-huh. but there's just moments where i'm just like this is kind of retarded and there's uh i mean i love like the the prison guard he's fucking great he's yeah he's oh yeah, yeah yeah he's great i love that guy <laughs> his uh, just there's just like 14 15 different scenes i mean it's basically the same joke but it's just you cut to his face yeah. close up yeah. his face and what he's <laughs> how he's reading the situation yeah, on, on, so <laughs> i, I, I <laughs> It's so great. I will say this movie is just like I said, it's just not pleasant to watch ever. I'm it's I'm not constantly pleasant. like fuck. But like, I even like think the pl- the way the plot unravels, it's like it's so convenient. It just it just feels forced. Yeah. Like okay, he gets caught and now he goes through exactly everything you just witnessed him be a shitbag about mm-hmm. and it just and it all comes back in his face so perfectly. Oh, right. It's it just that sort of stuff is sort of like I don't know. Like, is that good? I don't know. It's, it's... Yeah. No, I hear you. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I think the the treatment itself, like the idea of that is an interesting concept. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the phil- philosophical idea yeah. is good. I like it. Um, But, mm-hmm. man, first of all, the first half, the first, like, five to ten minutes, to be honest, I have no idea what anyone's saying. I can't understand. It's hard to understand. Anything. <laughs> I am, like... Yeah, but I, it's yeah. Bit of get on. Come oh. and get one in the yobbles. If you have any yobbles. And they're in like that the old weird. out and out. Yeah, they're in the milk bar. Willy, 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 And I'm like, what willy, is willy, happening? Willy, 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 willy. I love all that shit. Oh, yeah. and they're, they're, I do love this scene for how wild, like, because oh, this movie's just wild. And the fucking scene where he wakes up the next morning, it's early on in the movie. Mm-hmm. And he's just in his underwear and he walks by, by that room yeah, and the guy's just sitting in the bed. That's and he funny. goes back yeah, into that yeah. room. And that guy just like yeah. being real creepy and perverted, and then yeah. it just culminating yep. into him grabbing his fucking crotch. It's fucking yeah. It's it, the most bonkers scene. It is. It's it, so it's insane. A, it's yeah. super hilarious, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's like what the fuck is going on? Some very nasty business, yes. <laughs> you know, it's insane. <laughs> Some very naughty business, yes. This is fucking nuts. But I think the reason I put it this high is because it was the story itself and the concepts were like much better i just recall lots of rape and violence you know from seeing it before and Mm -hmm. so i was like oh there is like a story there's a reason (laughs) yeah Yeah, yeah. um it doesn't make me feel good i i do like the movie i i I think it's a great movie yeah but i'm just saying it drops Mm -hmm. and i would put like i'd put chinatown and minority report above it Mm, okay not the vanishing i put put the vanishing of this movie drops this movie definitely probably after rewatching drops on my Kubrick list, but I I would need to rewatch both Chinatown and Minority Report. It's been a while, but I think I do like this movie better. I'm just I'm a Kubrick queef. Yeah, you, you know me. I think I would actually and, um, only put The Vanishing above it. Oh, here's another fun fact. I mean, Minor- Minority Report uses <laughs> that eye the same they eye do. clips yeah, to keep yeah. his eyes open because he has to get his eyes removed. Oh shit! Yeah, 
And it, they, yeah, so it's like, holy fuck. Right. We watched two movies two with these movies eye clamps. <laughs> no, you're not. I don't think you're going to agree with me on this one. Number seven, The Wrestler. Yeah, The Wrestler. I haven't seen it. I, I agree. I've never I seen it I think I agree either. with the placement. I think there might be, it might go a little bit higher on my list. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to lose track of where my list For is. Sure. <laughs> Here's the thing is I liked parts of this movie and I di- really didn't like other parts of it. I, I think guess. this movie's fucking great. I know you I think do. it's excellent. I mean, Mickey Rourke is You place it so high on your list, Maureen. Because it's a it's the parts where wrestling are not involved are very good. Okay. I even think the wrestling's good. And but, I hate wrestling. But the <laughs> final wrestling scene is excellent. Because he's you you're he's you feel like it. Yeah. He's yeah. like, this is where I belong. He's had all this like bad shit, you I'll know. Spoil it. Okay. Well, I mean it's mm-hmm. just he, he just wrestles. Have you seen it, Jamal? No, it's on my list. Oh yeah, it's fucking. I I recommend it. It's so it's so good. Mickey Rourke is great. Yeah, I mean he is. You see a lot of titties. Marissa Tomei's titties, which is excellent. Oh hell! I mean yeah. a lot. Yeah. Like she's fully hell naked yeah. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> she is. She is she's so good beautiful. looking. She's a foxy and lady. And she's like fifty. She is. Or she's in my top top five all time. I mean that's probably Easy. the most uh, unbelievable part of this movie because she's supposed to be sort of the equivalent of him. As far as like someone who's past their prime in, in the field that they're working. It's so ridiculous. And she's a stripper. Uh-huh. And, and the, the first time you see her, there's these guys at the strip, strip club being like, how? Like to her face being like, what are you like my grandma? <laughs> yeah. Get out of your old. Dude, like, what are you going to pay is, for what? this and stuff? Her body. She's fine as fuck. Her body is flawless. <laughs> yeah. Like literally what the flawless. Fuck? Other than she no, has a those, weird I back think you guys, I think you guys misread the scene. I think, I think. Those characters are those are pedophiles. I don't know. They were like college kids. They were yeah. They were like I don't know. Supposed to be Wall Street. Yeah, pedoph- they could be college kids. kids. Could be pedophiles. I know, but I think they were just supposed to be douchey. And it's like yeah. I mean, Mickey Rourke is so unbelievably unattractive. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's disgusting when they like <laughs> when they kiss and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's so cartoonish. With well, how he yeah. Looks. I mean, he—that's right after he got all that plastic surgery. But he's perfectly cast. Yes. In this movie, it's, it's like just, the only thing he'll yeah. ever be able to do. <laughs> yeah. Believably. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she is just drop dead gorgeous. She happens to be fifty, but she's—I mean, literally, my body's never looked like that. So <laughs> I don't know what these fucking kids are talking about. I don't know. This movie's great. I fucking love it. It was really good. It. Yeah. I didn't have. High There's ones, but like, yeah, like the scenes that you don't like the wrestling. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to watch that second wrestling scene because there's lo- there's like a barbed wire tussle. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he's getting like just gouged yeah. with barbed wire. It's like, ugh. well, and I feel like they're the, staple in gunning. The first two, they're like small crowds, and it's just a weird vibe. He's past his prime, but then it depends on the bill. Like he just gets different gigs. Yeah, he used to be a, a huge wrestling. Oh star. right, I know. It's so 20 he is still years a drop, his... but he's past his prime. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the whole thing. People are his like, body's "Oh my gosh, him. my you know, I remember you." Is kind of the yeah. yeah. Let me just say this: like, without a doubt, this is the best wrestling movie ever made. <laughs> like, n- not even close. <laughs> Peanut Butter Falcon is a distant second. But it, distant distant only mm-hmm. because like to call it a wrestling movie it's, it's I think not is, at all a wrestling right. movie yeah i was just right. gonna ask you what other wrestling movies are there well there's that one with uh what's her face and the rock is has a cameo oh yeah, yeah yeah fighting with my fighting family, with my family. That, that movie's awful. dog shit mm-hmm. what other ones are there i don't know nacho libre yeah i've never seen that <laughs> nacho libre is a close 
third to Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Anyway, this was good. I did like it. I did. Again, this is a fire list that we have. You have this at number seven? Yeah. Okay, cool. And back to you, Jamal. Boom. All right. So this is the last movie on my list. Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Okay, whatever. All right. We can go back to Morgan. No, no, no. Not whatever. I hear you. I hear you over here moaning and groaning. This movie is actually pretty good. Okay, but watch it with the kids. What is this? And it's like it's like it's the it's Dora a live the Explorer action movie. Dora oh, the Explorer Explorer movie. Explorer. And it's but it's done very self aware. It's definitely for the kids, but there's plenty of jokes for the adults, and I think it's done really well. So like, do you recommend it? I think you guys should watch it. It's a little wrong. I'm not gonna watch it. No way, dude. Yeah, but you're not gonna watch it on principle. No, no, I, but, I would I would only watch it. If I was like like over there at that house with the children, no, I understand. I understand. It's almost like there's movies in my head that I would save for that occasion. You know, (laughs) it's like oh, I'll probably end up having to watch it like without a choice eventually. You know, so I'm going to choose not to watch it now because I wouldn't want to watch it again. You were also a big fan of Dora the Explorer back (laughs) when it was an actual show. Were you really? No, no. Yeah, that's right in your prime spot, right? Nanny McPhee. Uh, No. I'm pretty sure you no. like you like that in Teletubbies. I liked, t- I did like Teletubbies, <laughs> but I think Dora came after that. Shit. I think yeah, it did. I think it did. Yeah, like because it was Blues Clues and Teletubbies. Dude, Blues Clues was my shit. I yeah. never watched Teletubbies. No, that's Drew Mall stuff. Dude, I watched Blues Clues way too. Like I, I stuck. I was loyal to the Blues. Do you guys watch game. the new Tom and Jerry movie? <laughs> the new Tom and Jerry. No, that's what I grew up with. No, I love Tom and Jerry, but no, I have not. I don't have any interest. It's on HBO. Door of the Explorer, 86%. Ron Tomatoes. Okay, Jamal. I mean, I'm sure it's a great kids movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just why would I watch it when I know I'm going to have to watch it with a child eventually? You know how I watch movies with kids a lot? Okay. <laughs> I mean, you your favorite movie is the Lego Let's movie, just say so I don't whatever. think Marissa That's Tomei is attractive, and I want to watch movies with kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Speaking of what, we're going to get into that later. But six. Number six, Argo. Argo. I love this movie. I loved it when I saw Argo. it before. I love it again. I'm sure it has flaws, but I am entertained start to finish. It's an entertaining movie. Um, I will say there's one too many at the last second things that happen that I'm like, this didn't happen really. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like there's like five. He's at this the, movie. He's at the yeah. gate and they press like the refresh button yeah it's like dude the tickets aren't there hit refresh they're there grabbing the phone after it's rang it's had to have rang yeah grabbing the phone the fucking i mean everything is happening with like within seconds right it's just like after they've i don't know and when they chase after them on the plane like i get it it builds the suspense but it's like really like all these things are happening like nothing was like set in place in advance it's like what the fuck it makes you feel good um, yeah, the triumphantness of it. I, I like it. It is definitely, yeah, the high stakes fucking, it's a crazy story. Yeah, it's true. I think it's I think it's Ben Affleck's second best. The thing is- Directorial I, or acting? Directorial. Yeah. I think Gone Baby Gone is his best. For sure. This is second and The Town is third. But I also- I, I got to rewatch I The like Town. I like The Town. I think The Town's good I, too. I loved it when I watched it the first time. It's been a long time. All right. Number five. Here we go. Top We're five. in the top five. Full Metal Jacket. This movie is so good. It's Hell so yeah. good. I love this movie. So good. It, I need to rewatch. It's super good. Again, the first half is, to me, just it's so flawless. excellent. Yeah. Like, I have nothing bad to yeah. say about it. The second half, you lose me a little bit, but it's still good. 
yeah, I, I still enjoy it. Um, but man, that first half is like, it's just, per it's so perfect. Yeah. 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 This movie killing it. Yeah. What's, or, his like, Ernie, literally. what's his name? Ernie fucking, uh, Lawrence. No, the oh. world instructor. Oh, I don't know. He's fucking so funny. Yeah. Major. <laughs> yeah. Major. Cur his name's like Colonel Major or something. Something like that. He fucking, yeah, he kills it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's so built for the army. Dude, yeah. he, he was made to play that part. Yeah. Wipe that grin off your face. Why are you grinning? He's like, I can't get it off my face. Yeah. He's just a dummy. Well, he to offer you. I mean, he's yeah. clearly like <laughs> not fully. Yeah. He doesn't have a full metal jacket. Yeah. He doesn't got a full deck up there. And full it's... metal <laughs> jacket. Yeah. He gets the, the, tie I the tie. Dude, I love that. Yeah. Full metal anyway and it's so sad because he's what like what is your major malfunction numb nuts <laughs> it's so sad because you see him go from like this he's happy at first you know uh -huh. and then like he just keeps getting fucking railed on it everyone hates him and he's so nice and then joker tries to really help him which makes you fall the joker i said joker you said the joker no i did not <laughs> play the no, tape she back. didn't you said the joker <sighs> she didn't thank you jamal uh, Private Joker <laughs> tries to help him like genuinely like he is fucking tying his shoes with this motherfucker and he's and then you know he's so afraid of heights and like him getting over that first obstacle you're like yes yeah but it also brings out I mean it's the fucking you can't handle the truth of it it's like you don't want you don't this belong. guy protecting your country you don't yeah. belong so it's like, here right. except that's the road it was going down right until he fucking blows everybody away with right. his autistic ability to fucking shoot this. This is one skill, you know. <laughs> he's like a savant rifleman. So um, yeah, he's just been totally ostracized and and hated on. And like, I feel so bad for him. Yep, it's a fucking yeah. This movie, I think, I agree that it's better than all the movies that we've said thus far. Yeah, I think it's definitely deserving. I think it's go. a way better Kubrick movie than uh, Channel Orange. Yeah. A Clockwork. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. <laughs> way better. Number four. <laughs> I feel like you're not going to agree with the top four of mine, but okay. Number four, Brokeback Mountain. I love this movie. It is so sad. I need to see this. I've never seen it. I don't remember it being that sad. Oh, it's very sad. God, it was just heart-wrenching the whole time i i can Don't hardly go to bed it for me but i'm not we won't go into specifics but yeah i'm just saying I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just doing a precursor jake jesus hate ledger love jake they're jesus. perfect it's a great movie there are things about it that i get a little like okay what and that's not even like the gayness the of gay it, but it is oh. i don't know like I understand that they found each other. You don't like a love story is what you're about to tell me? No, no. I just, I, it's them two as a couple. Yeah. It's just Heath Ledger is so. Impossible to be with. Different. <laughs> yeah. Than Jake Jesus. But I think that's part of it is like they had. This... I believe, I believe Heath Ledger's love in in his weird way mm -hmm. because he he's not as gung-ho about it. But he is deep down. Sure, he's just terrified. I love he's his scarred. love. I think Heath Ledger is, does a better job in this movie than J Jake Jesus, which I think is bonkers in general because Jake I, Jesus is I agree fucking with, excellent. I in agree everything. with you. I think Jake Jesus, especially when he in the later scenes. I mean, I just Heath Ledger is so good in this movie. Yeah, he is. He transforms, but it's funny because 
even like a lot of close-ups, I do get reminded of the Joker because he does that thing yeah, with, his, with his mouth. With his mouth, mm-hmm. he does that weird mouth thing, and I'm yeah. like, that's a Joker. And thing. he put and mm. like these come out. Yeah, like his little wide yeah. fucking cheeks. Like he has I, Joker mouth. I know exactly movie. what you're saying. I have the same experience. Like Christopher Nolan watches the movie and he's like, that's my guy. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I think you need that the ways in which they're different. It's like he's so closed Preserved, off. Yeah. I guess like is Jake Gyllenhaal in the movie? Is he from Texas or where? No, because um, he moves. No, I can't remember. I can't where remember he's where from. he's from, but he's very like, like he talk. He's a talker. Like, hey, hey. Yeah. Whereas. Like he literally, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he Heath talks Ledger like, like literally says almost no words for a yeah. very long time. But it's like the juxtapose of like they're both from cut from the same cloth, but so very different. Yeah, he's a rodeo cowboy. Heath Ledger's a ranch cowboy. It's just the fact that they're so inseparable. It, it, it to me, it almost feels they're like soulmates, boo. But that's what I'm saying. Like the soulmate. <laughs> like to me, it's like, is it because they're the options are so limited, or is it because they're actual soulmates? No, they're all they're fucking all kinds of people. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Jake goes to Mexico to no, fuck. No, Jake is. Heath is not. <laughs> that's true. Yes, that's, that's true. what I'm saying. That's it, because he's not queer. Anyways, not to spoil anything, <laughs> so Jamal can watch this movie. It's so good. It's a great movie, and it's beautiful. I think Full Metal Jack is better. I know. I figured you would think so. <laughs> But it's a devastating love I think love so, story. a few of these are better than... I know, I know. I think I the wrestler is better. You're, you're going to... Yeah. I knew you were going to say that, but I like... <laughs> I, do like I like a devastating love story, and this hits that hard. I just want to say to all the people who never watched this movie because of their homophobia, because I feel like it came... It, it was groundbreaking when it came out. It oh, came out at a time... People oh, talked about it for yeah, like, mm-hmm. two years. Laughed at it. Yeah, like, oh, the gay movie. Yeah. It's the ongoing joke. I'm, I was part of it. You know, yeah, it's like... same. Yeah. You didn't want to be mm-hmm. like... You're watching Brokeback Mountain? Yeah, no one's going to fucking go to the theater and like get no one. Yeah, right. you don't want to be the guy who wants to go see Brokeback Mountain. I, uh, one time, I think it's probably like maybe a freshman in high school, and I was at, I don't even remember where I was, but some like, it was like a Barnes and Noble or something. And they had a, they had the Brokeback Mountain soundtrack. Again, I've never seen the movie, but I, I knew what Brokeback Mountain was. I remember I like taking a picture of it and I like, I don't know if I put it on Instagram or something, but I was just like, what the fuck, Barnes and Noble? Like, it was just like, the- <laughs> <laughs> it's the gay in and of itself the gayest thing i could have done but, but that's, uh, what that's where like the mindset of people were it's, it's yeah. so you, yeah. you exactly. definitely yeah the, you're a fag if you watch this movie yeah you're all the other people in right, this right. movie that are not jake gyllenhaal yeah. and heath ledger like right. kudos to fucking jake gyllenhaal and heath ledger yeah, for sure. For, for doing this, them. for these roles, I thought They're the brave. same thing. The to say like, brave, yeah. <laughs> like this I, is what brave is. I know. I saw. Mm-hmm. I felt felt the yeah. same way because I'm like, these are both very high profile actors. I don't know if Jake Jesus was at mm-hmm. the time. I can't remember, but he certainly was on a trajectory. Um, no, but I think uh, Heath Ledger. He wasn't huge. Mm-hmm. He was more like a the teen guy. Like he was in a Knight's Tale and Ten Things I, I Hate I About loved You. A tale. Like he was like the teen guy. But <laughs> this, this was, was his like, first his, dramatic like his serious role. role. And it was okay. like, holy fuck, this guy's chops. At the time to read this and be like, Yeah, I'm in when they're like trying to peak their careers. Mm-hmm. Um uh, yeah, just like you said, super brave because everyone talked so much shit about this movie. Yeah, if you fucking skip this movie back when it came out and you've forgotten about it or whatever, you've never seen it, give it a watch. It's now that so good. Most people are now more open-minded. Yeah. <laughs> like you can go back and watch this movie and, and like, if you want a little devastating story. It's not graphically gay. There's like one scene. Yeah. 
case you're worried about it. They kiss and shit. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, back then, like, that shit was, like, ugh. I mean, they're in love, which I like. And you're I- also allowed <laughs> to not think it's hot. Right. Like, you're allowed to be look at this and be like, right. ew. You don't have to be Here's the off. thing is, like, to me, it comes across, I don't even think about them being gay that much. It just comes across as this, like, star-crossed lovers can't be together. Like, they just become mm-hmm. lovers that can't be together. Mm-hmm. And I don't think of them as, like, oh, but they're gay. Even though it's it's obviously why they can't be together. Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely, yeah, the gayness to me is never lost, but... <laughs> It's not a problem. Right, you're sexually <laughs> blind, Morgan. Well, yeah, I mean, like when I'm blind. watching it, I'm fully invested in their relationship, I guess. In the relationship, yeah. yes, of course. Yeah. Okay. If they made a Heath Ledger movie, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. Don't you think they could cast Jordan Gordon Lewis to play? Yeah, they definitely could. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You, you agreed yeah. with that rather quickly there. Oh, yeah. He definitely has talk- a very similar about that kind of face vibe. Yeah, Jordan Gordon Lewis could have no. become the Joker, and people were like, is that the same guy? No. Like, he could have been Robin, because he was Robin, no. and he could have been like, guess what? I'm the Joker. Like, if they did that in that movie, you'd be watching being like, why is, I feel like the Joker is like trying to make his voice lower. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> that why, is, why is that? <laughs> Heath Ledger literally did um, 10 Things I Hate About You, A Knight's Tale, and then Brokeback Mountain in The Dark Knight. Like, that's his filmography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't realize that that I was tapped it. Out. You're welcome. The Night's Tale, I read Night's Tale. I remember liking that as a kid. I was, I'm never really like was really into night movies, which oh, I thought you were either. So me either. But for some reason, I think there's love story there, and yeah, it hit it me at a, at a time when I, I was becoming a young girl, and I was had emotions when you were becoming a young girl yeah like i'm not an <laughs> infant Button, you i'm not an infant young girl? but i'm not like a teenager you know whatever that preteen stage is where you're like i don't know all uh-huh. fucked up I, I don't know what it's like i've only been a penis carrier right i just wanted to bring up and it's more it, it does have a visual component to it but we can play it anyway but i took a clip of this scene <laughs> um because i wanted to mention that i thought michelle williams in this movie is excellent and she plays Heath Ledger's wife. And Anne Hathaway plays Jake Gyllenhaal's wife. Mm-hmm. And Anne Hathaway, we all know that I feel like she's a little underwhelming. I actually don't like her at all in this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm watching this movie and I'm thinking like, she plays the part. Yeah. But it's like, she only ever really does one thing she in all the movies. She doesn't bring anything to mm-hmm. it. It's just like, I'm like, to me, it's like now I see her and I'm yeah, like, you fucking Anne, you're, Anne, you're Anne Hathaway. <laughs> I'm not getting lost in her character. But anyway, there's this fucking scene where they're having Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. And they have a son. And the son is not eating his dinner. He's looking at the football on TV. The TV's on. And Anne Hathaway uh, browbeats him. And this is, you'll get the audio here. Bobby, if you don't eat your dinner, I'm going to have to turn off that television. Why, Mama? I'm going to be in this room for the next two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear it? I can hear it, but I don't know what the fuck he's saying. This little kid, is he only has the one scene in the whole movie. You it's never his see only him again. Line uh-huh. he, he, and he's so animated. He just goes, "Why, Mama? Are we gonna be eating this food for, for the next, next two weeks?" And he's just—it's so over the top, dude. We've been it's saying fucking hilarious. We've been saying it around the house nonstop. It's Why, so Mama? I'm gonna be eating this food for the next two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking great. It's so awesome. Oh, shit. All right. Okay. Number three, Dog Day Afternoon. Dog Day. I'm looking at the list real quick. Like this it, 
is a good movie. If someone were to ask me off the top, I don't know. I, ooh, maybe I'd put it at number two. It's a number one or number two on this whole list. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love Dr. Day Afternoon. I know you do. It's so good. It's very good. Al Pacino's so fucking funny. So funny. Just his, his reactions to everybody in this movie is so fucking funny. Just how he has the stress of this whole operation on his shoulders. It's just fucking... People just like the dumbest shit to him, especially fucking Fredo. Yeah, like Dude, the when Fredo. he Fredo's like, that, hey, he, Mike. He's like, hey, they they said that this the that there's two homosexuals in here. He's like, yeah, don't don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. But there's not. You got to tell yeah. him. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a homosexual. Like, like, does it matter? Like, don't worry about it. He's yeah. like, what, it what country? Matter. Any country you want to go to? He goes, I want to go to Wyoming. Yeah. He's like, Wyoming's not a country. Yeah, yeah. Not a country. <laughs> and then he's on the phone like, this is why I have to deal with this motherfucker. <laughs> what kind of person doesn't know <laughs> yeah. Wyoming isn't a country? Or he's like, when his, his fucking wife is fucking, when he's talking to his wife and she just won't shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He tries to like, he just yeah. fucking yeah. loses it. She's like trying to be calm and trying to, he's trying he's to like, say goodbye, basically. And he's like basically. a good guy, you know? So he's like trying to mm-hmm. make these people comfortable, but he's like, I'm supposed to be in this position yeah. of, yeah, he's just a little fucked up in the head from the Vietnam War yeah. and like all this shit. And speaking of bravery, yeah. I mean, this movie yeah. came out way long ago, and to deal with the trans I and the know. gay and stuff, I, I was, the way it does. Yeah, I didn't remember that part. I mean, it's a true story, that. so yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, no, that it was like, damn, damn, homie. Um, number two. Hold on, I just want to say one more line from Dog Do Day. Do it. <laughs> it's when fucking, I don't remember his name, but Fredo. Fredo's in the fucking break room with the ladies and he's like you shouldn't smoke sal sal sounds like you shouldn't smoke to the lady yeah. the lady's like i'll be to try it she's never smoked a day in her life or whatever she's like, i'm gonna try it he's like you shouldn't smoke it's bad for you <laughs> she's like are you serious <laughs> he's like your body's a temple yeah <laughs> yeah that's fucking shit. great yeah he's a fucking piece of shit yeah <laughs> um okay number two the shining I mean, this is... Holy fuck. I know your number one is now, and that's crazy. It's not crazy. I mean, it's just surprising. But holy smokes. Yeah, The Shining. Great. The Shining is so good. As time goes on, these could fluctuate. These are my current feelings. Of course. These are like how I felt this week. Okay. I I kind of. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's just... It's always been one of my favorite movies. I think it might be my favorite Kubrick movie. Oh, for sure. I don't know about for sure. I mean, I love 2001 as well, especially rewatching 2001 it, but... would definitely be like twinned, but but the lower twin. I also realize I haven't seen quite a few of his movies. I haven't seen Lolita. I haven't seen Spartacus. I haven't seen uh, Barry Lyndon. I haven't seen The Killing. So there's four movies right there I haven't seen of his. Yeah. But... Spartacus might be the only one I haven't seen, I think. What's your all-time favorite Kubrick besides 2001? What's your second favorite? Ooh, that's hard. That is hard. It's definitely the shinings. It's in the shining is in the running for sure. In the running with, I don't know. Fuck. It might be the shining, but there's all. I mean, Doctor Strange Love. I love Doctor Strange Love. I will say. So let me just get into this. Mm-hmm. I watched Doctor Strange Love, but Morgan fell asleep immediately. It, like literally immediately. I oh. might have kept my eyes open for five seconds. She saw the planes. Fuck. And I, was, I yeah. saw the plane, and that's all I. Doctor Strange. All I, saw. And I will say this is fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. You told yeah. me it was it was worth a watch. I kept asking you, is it like? Yeah, worth a watch. Yeah, totally. God. But, but no, no, because here's say- the thing: I I don't know if you would enjoy it because the humor in it is like oh, it's almost like Monty Pythony or whatever. Mm-hmm. But which I don't like. But I do think there's things about this. Like all all the I will say this: 
it definitely isn't better than The Shining. Sure. In my opinion, because of all the airplane sequences. <laughs> I, I think every time it goes into that airplane, I, I, it's boring. Yeah. It doesn't, that, it might have been cool at the time or whatever, but it doesn't hold up in my opinion. I, I think the jokes fall flat. I think yeah. I'm just not interested in the characters that are in that plane. I think what's happening outside of the plane is a lot more interesting. I think the general and the, and the, and the British <laughs> fucking guy trying to get the code from the general, I think that is like the highlight of the movie. Like everything he's trying mm-hmm. to do to get that fucking code from this general is so fucking funny. Yeah. And the war room is great too. I love the fucking yeah. war room as well. But all the stuff on the plane, forget about it. It's too long. They're fucking dragging it out. I understand what's happening. So it's like you don't need to show me these prolonged sequences of like, Things that are supposed to be funny, I felt, which they just don't hold up, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. What's what are your thoughts on Doctor Strange? What do you love about it? I love it. I love Doctor Strange. Love. I think it's funny. I'm a fag for the black and white. <laughs> Peter Sellers. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Peter Sellers um, queen, and uh, and I think uh, that's probably why the airplane sequences suck because he's not in them. Because there's no Peter Sellers. Yeah, when he's in every other. Uh, yeah, sequence. he's in every other sequence. He's the, he's the original Eddie Murphy. Exactly. But I want to hear your thoughts on my critique of the, uh, the airplane stuff. That's what I'm getting at here. You know, I don't remember. I mean, I feel like I probably – my feeling is I somewhat agree with you there. But, I'd ha- again, I'd have to rewatch before I give it any harsh criticism. But I do agree that – I think it's safe to for me to agree that obvious – I mean, it doesn't – it got no Peter Sellers. So it's it's not going to be as good – as the other shit. Word up. But I did rewatch The Shining recently, and The Shining is great. I mean, it's just such a vi- visceral feelings happening in The Shining. I mean, so it's many just cool. It's just so much first cool of all, shit in it. Hilarious. It's fucking funny. Mm-hmm. It's fucking creepy mm-hmm. as fuck. I it, mean, the yep. vibes are just on point. I mean, anytime Jack Nicholson is talking to Shelley Duvall. It's like you just hit this feeling of like, why did you marry her? <laughs> like, you well, yeah, I mean, he fucking if you can't hates stand her, her so much, well, like, I'm sure he loved her at one point, but, but right, yeah, right, when but it's he's just like this trapped feeling. Of, one of my favorite scenes yeah. is like when before he's gone completely crazy, but yes. he's typing in the room, and she comes mm-hmm. in and she's like, "How's it mm-hmm. going? Like, I'll bring you sandwiches." And he goes, "Let me explain something for you, Wendy. Yeah. When you come in here, <laughs> I." it distracts me you know yeah, what I mean? like i can't remember the exact yeah. wording but yeah. like it's fucking perfect and she's just like okay you know okay and like he's just like yeah now i have to f-. and he rips up his papers and stuff like <laughs> he, he has start all over tantrum <laughs> that is relate. terrifying of like oh my god mm-hmm. you're just a mean person yeah jack yeah. isn't so fucking good it's, yeah. it's insane how good yes. he is yeah, the whole Lloyd scene. The Lloyd is, scene. We've is been saying so good. We, yeah, we've, we've been quoted. saying around the house because uh, he goes. <laughs> no, Lloyd, yeah, Lloyd goes. Uh, women. Women can't, can't live, live with them. Can't live without them. Words of wisdom, Lloyd. Words, words of, of wisdom. wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> but like the way he sells that line is so yeah. great. Yeah. And yeah, the fucking. I mean, just the like all the iconic scenes that just. I'm not gonna hurt mm. you. I'm just gonna bash your head. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. Wendy, darling, light yeah. of my life. My life. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy, darling, light of my life. I so mean, funny. Yeah, really as far I'm just as like bash and the, the, the violins in this movie just are relentless and it just makes mm-hmm. you just like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Puts mm-hmm. you on edge the whole time. Intense. I can't remember what he says, but this is way is earlier before the typewriter scene that we were just talking about, but 
He's it's when she gives him breakfast in bed. <laughs> yeah. He just is like slightly just disagreeing with everything she's saying it seems like just on just on purpose like obviously it, <laughs> as as it goes on he has like good reasons or whatever but it's almost like the, the his attitude and what he's saying is she's like oh you know this place is like so big you know almost kind of gives me the creeps or whatever he's like oh yeah no i you know i loved it immediately when <laughs> <laughs> as soon as i got you know what I, I just i loved it just just to like i don't know just yeah like be he, contrarian he's going just into be, it Expe- like planning to not agree with anything she exactly, says. Right. exactly to agree with her it would mean to like her and he hates her yeah, yeah. yes and it's yeah. so sad because she's like really uh-huh. sweet <laughs> yeah right but but it just as like the picture painting and then him giving you the 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 reasons for everything when he's talking to lloyd just about like just a few extra pounds yeah fresher per, per second, second per yeah. second <laughs> like, yeah it's like they obviously had a big fucking tiff there over danny well yeah and, right. and, sure and they have not been the same since yeah <laughs> so i know it's yeah so, i love it's so good like he's being watched all the time which and i think it's also the he's breakfast in bed sequence or she's like oh like it might might be a, a good time you get you know get some writing done he's just like yep maybe yeah. like yeah. his face yeah. is just like ah uh-huh. it's so great this movie's so it's, it's a perfect movie it's the perfect yeah. horror movie it's my yeah. favorite so i'm gonna i'm gonna go into number one and then i'm gonna have some qualifying statements okay sure. afterwards number one the father brand new 2020 brand whoa, new whoa, whoa. my second favorite this. movie of the year after sound of metal Here's the thing. I knew nothing about this movie. Yeah, same. And I was so elated and like my mind was just like, oh my God, that was such a good fucking movie. That's why it's my number number one. I mean, over like historically, The Shining is probably going to be above it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. But like Mm -hmm. my- The novelty of this one. Yeah. My feelings right now are like, holy fuck- this is a great movie that just got released. I've been recommending it to everyone I know. It's so good. Jamal, you gotta watch it. I will. You guys you guys must have rented it. It's a twenty dollar rental. Holy yeah. shit. So it's worth it. Um Anthony okay. Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins is the lead in this movie. He is fucking Perfect. excellent. He is not lost any of his talent in his <laughs> old age. And he's funny. It's super funny. And unsettling, and and I cried at the end. Uh, it's fucking, I mean, the way that this movie is done is, is genius. It's genius. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Hell yeah, no hype, no hype. It's affecting, it's yeah, great. I know. Anthony I, I, Hopkins I is great. I shouldn't hype it too much. Um, the nominees, the Oscar nominees are out. And I just, looking at this list of nominees, I don't know if you've seen it, Jamal, but no, I was pleasantly, like, not surprised, but like, I think it's a good content with yeah. the, like I wasn't like what oh, the wow. fuck like the, there wasn't a whole lot of me being like this is bullshit this yeah. is bullshit like mo- like there wasn't anything I felt that that was left out there's a lot of stuff that was there that I was like not like there's a lot of promising young woman stuff or I'm like mm-hmm. that's garbage it's but right. um but just to go over the actor in a leading role yeah mm-hmm. the actor in a leading role Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal Chadwick yeah. Boseman for Ma Rainey Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and I feel like that he might win because it's like a posthumous fucking bullshit. Right. And that will be. I've said it it once. I'll say it again. Don't like, don't do it. He's dead, homie. He's dead. That means nobody gets the award. Do it if he deserves it. Do it if he is. Sure. If he truly is the winner. But don't give him pity. 
It's Anthony, Ho- Anthony Hopkins is my pick. Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman, Mank, Stephen Yoon for Minari. Now, this is a fucking... It's a stellar list, yeah. I mean, it's fucking... Even Chadwick Boseman in it. Like, he's excellent yeah. in the movie. I know, but He's I, the sure. only reason why the movie's good. And Viola Davis good. is crazy. It's not a good movie. That's true. I mean, the only redeeming thing yeah. about the movie. <laughs> yeah, but I think, like, yeah, it's like, Sound of Metal is my favorite, so I But I go with Anthony Riz Hopkins with, on this one. And he, yeah, also just because it's like Anthony Hopkins, like how many more years has this guy got? Dude, and, he is old mm-hmm. as shit. Has he never won an Oscar? Oh, he has. I feel like he has. Oh, okay. to he was for Silence okay. of the Lambs. Oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. definitely won for Silence of the Lambs. But I truly feel like he did, has the best performance on this list. His I mean, Riz Ahmed is, so is great. That's what I'm, I feel yeah. like Riz Ahmed has it's a more nuanced performance. Mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins is great. But he's been great for a long time. It is great, but I feel like he has a lot more. It's almost like a, if you have a character who is playing something, someone with a mental handicap, mm-hmm. you're not going full retard, mm-hmm. is what Anthony mm-hmm. Hopkins is doing here. Riz Ahmed, it's a physical no. defect. It's different because he's not playing someone who's like it is. But like, Anthony Hopkins, these little crutchy things, like for an actor, like like him being deaf and sound of metal, it is like. Oh, we can play with that as an actor. Like it's hard, I feel like, to really put a performance that stands out when you don't have anything that's like that. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you're just a right. guy. No, I know what you're you saying. Know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think that's what Chadwick Boseman. It's like just a flawed human. So that's why I feel like Chadwick Boseman does that so well in the movie, where it's like, I'm a guy with troubles, but not with like physical defects or mental defects. Which now you got Anthony Hopkins. He's got the mental defect. I mean, there's defects all around because you got. You got Anthony Hopkins, who's got the mental defect. Riz Ahmed, with with the deaf defect. Then you got Stephen Yoon, who's got the Asian, and then Chadwick Boseman's black. And Gary Oldman is laid up in a bed the whole movie. So you know, there's a lot of diversity. Happening. I'm just saying, Gary Oldman to me, I just don't think he should get it. I don't. Either. I think he's always great. Yeah. But I feel like in this list, hell no. In this list, I feel like yeah. I I, I would. Uh, from what I've seen, I agree. I think Steven Yeun gets the understated performance award where yeah. it's like, it's hard to see how good he is in this movie because he's not doing as much. He doesn't have as much to work with. He just has a family that he's trying to support. So it's more understated. But, it's very understated. Yeah. And, but Anthony Hopkins has a lot to work with. He gets to act goofy and fun. And, and I enjoyed his and performance. And he gets to have mood swings. Like they give him that. I so enjoyed his performance the most, I guess. But that's what I'm saying. It's, it's easier performance to enjoy because it's I not know. understated. But what are you saying, I guess? Like, what what is the best actor in a leading role? Like, what trumps what? Skill. So which you're is, going Steven Which is Yoon. subjective. It's a combination. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very mixtured, You think Anthony Hopkins, uh, it was an easy, easy because he has an issue. Like, I feel like there's always a... a, I, don't, a I don't know. A, I don't, not easy. Yeah. But more easy for the viewer to pick out as a good performance. Okay. Okay. And then, yes, also easier for the actor. Like, they get to do something that With signals something. to the viewer, look right. how good I am. Well, Steven Yoon, Minari, I mean, he he's building a goddamn farm. He's moved his whole family. Right, but he's doing more with silence. Yeah, he's very quiet. And whereas, like, Chadwick Boseman even... Like he's more like actory, like oh buddy, like yeah, like I'm it's, doing this thing. It's, it's like, so crazy when you're talking about Chadwick Boseman because literally I hated this movie so much. I don't even like 
the performances. Yeah, I can't talk with you about the performance. I just, I can't. I hated it so much. How does Rom Rainey, Brad Broadham stack up against Dr. Sleep for you? Oh, it's better than Dr. Sleep. Yeah, it's yeah. Wow. I mean, I mean, it's a movie that's being nominated for Oscars. Dr. It, Sleep is a There's an joke. attempt to be somewhat like I mean, it's it's a I don't even know how to describe it. Dr. Sleep is like a fucking shit show. Yeah. Whereas Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is just boring as hell, you know? It's a hard title to say. I agree. It's yeah. very hard to say. Yep. I can't do it. I refuse to do it. <laughs> anyway, that is a flame. That list is flame. I think I mean, if I think Anthony Hopkins should win. However, I would be happy to see Riz Ahmed get it. Same. I'm kind of torn because Riz Ahmed, I think, totally deserves it. And Anthony Hopkins has already got one. And he's, you know, I don't know. He's old. And Riz Ahmed, that could, like, really leap his fucking. Oh, he's. I think he's good. He's already leaped. I think he's good. Okay. Um, Morgan, you watched another movie that I did not watch because I was like, you can watch this shit without me. I did. Yeah. So this is a um, Blake Lively that's been kind of on my radar, but looked like kind of a dog shit movie. So we never watched it. But um, I felt like that was a good thing to watch without Jordan because it seemed kind of like a romantic movie. Uh, Age of Adeline. The Age of Adeline is what I watched. Oh, you finally, finally watched it. I finally watched it. It is not good. <laughs> Where does it rank? Yeah. On what? Your top 12. 11. Okay. Do- it's better than Dr. Sleep, for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> First of all, do you want me to go into it? So basically, this Can woman- Can I guess? Okay, so there's the tele- telemetric The telemetric genome, uh, genome <laughs> fluctuations. Yeah, that what? get triggered by lightning. No, there's, there's <laughs> very specific factors here. You have to be driving on a road. That, um, something okay. has to hit the moon that causes it to snow in California, which it rarely does in this part of California. You have to be driving on a road, then it starts snowing. Then you have to get very cold. So in the beginning, she, she fucking gets in an accident, drives into a goddamn lake, and it's cold, and she immediately goes into hypothermic shock. And her pulse is at this rate, and her metabolism has slowed, blah, blah, blah. And she's basically, she's dying, you know, without knowing it, because she's in a coma, essentially. And then lightning has to strike you to boost your heart out of the state that it's in. And then the, the telemetric Roby Flavin DNA junctures mm-hmm. uh, do a little dance and you're unaffected by time. Mm-hmm. Science update. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's beautiful. I shit you not. And there's like a narrator saying that, which is horrible. So, okay. So now she is permanently like 29 years old. Did they say unaffected by time? Yes. What, but the word unaffected. Is her, so loose, I feel. I know. Her body yeah. doesn't age. Yeah, to, to say yeah. telemetric lightning bolts and then to be like, you're unaffected. That's not <laughs> discovered until 2035. Yeah, it's, it's it's the unprecision of unaffected because it's like, oh, she, you could just say she doesn't age because now yeah. it's like you're losing me with like, she's obviously still creating like memories and, right. and new knowledge. Right. No, Her it, brain it, is right. changing. Trust me, when, when that language flew at me, I was like, what? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> you know? Right. No, it just means that her her bot her physical body her DNA 
is not it's frozen you know right it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense yeah. it's made like, I'll up buy, i'll buy whatever your concept of a woman who's not aging right that's fine but just stop fucking trying to add all this moon science dude it's made yeah. up bullshit <laughs> science it's so obnoxious it's when i heard it i was like oh my god this movie might be like way worse right than stop I trying to pretend that this is like more deep and scientific than no. like Jack Frost, the snowman coming exactly. to life. Right. The right. thing is, is like they need a reason why she doesn't age. And they did a fucking horrific job of, of yeah. coming up with. I mean, it should have been mm -hmm. a passing. I don't know, man. Something else. Right. Benjamin Button that shit. But this, the factors of all. And he's narr I hate this narrator. He only comes in twice. You heard him at the end. That's the worst. Like it's so bad. Uneven narrate, uh, bouncing narrator. Yeah, like you forget there even is a narrator. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Oh yeah, he only, he comes in the beginning and at the end. This is the end of the movie. I swear. She gets in a car accident. Boom! Flies out the windshield. <laughs> um, is laying in the snow. Goes into hypothermia and is it, it, by all whatever Make definitions sure. dead. But then the paramedics come and. Um, defibr, I can't say it. Defibrillate. We know her heart, and that's the same as lightning, apparently. And now yeah. she's fixed. Yeah. Now she's fixed. So she finds one gray hair, and Ooh. so she knows. And she's like, "Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh!" So, so the science There's of her resuming time is like the same science of like you guys ever see that episode of Spongebob where Squidward gets his door I mean his fucking face slammed in a door no and then he's beautiful <laughs> and then he gets his face slammed in the door again and then he's ugly ass Squidward again it's exactly that it's exactly that yeah the whole fucking I hate this whole <laughs> she was dead by any definition of dead I know like, she's not dead this is a lie mm -hmm. that people have been told that if your heart stops you're like oh you're technically dead no no, no. you can restart no, your heart your, your brain your brain still has activity in yeah. it yeah it's that's why yeah. like that book the neurosurgery he talks about people being brain dead like once your brain has died you're technically dead like right. there's no more activity in your brain you're gone mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. your heart can stop pumping yeah. blood and you can start it again and then it happens all the time yeah you start it up but like people having <laughs> near-death experiences that's your brain doing fucking crazy like dmt dumps and like <laughs> yeah they're like crazy right. shit. This? Right. yeah we don't know it's activity in your brain so to be like she was dead by by any definition not not the medical definition right like, it's like she was yeah. not dead the the narrator parts really i mean literally if you cut those out and like changed it could be fucking magic for all i care because that's what it is. This is made up shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Do you think this this if you had the the raw footage or if someone had the raw footage, they could re-edit it and make it make it just a uh, you could make a better movie out of it. Oh yes, for sure. All the scenes are there for a great movie. I didn't say a great movie. He said a better movie. Uh, <laughs> you cut okay. some stuff. You re retweet. But I feel like you could say that about any movie you hate. <laughs> I don't hate that. I mean, it was a prove it. It's not a good movie, right? But like, I wasn't like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm so miserable watching it. it was... Could you make it an Oscar-nominated film? No. With the scenes? No. Rom. It's a rom. -com. It's like a. It's not really comedy. It's just a rom. Not really comedy. Um, you also watched that Mor Mormon murder show. I did. It's nothing to talk about there. Honestly. Yeah, it's a it's, new show. It's Netflix, kind, yeah, there's three episodes, limited series, and it's kind of funny because. All the characters are like nerdy Mormons, but uh, yeah, one of these guys 
who pretends to be part of the Mormon community, he makes a pipe bomb and tapes nails to it and just puts it in the guy's office. And then he had like an extra one that he just, it was like to put people off the trail or whatever that he put at someone else's house and uh, killed some woman. And he's like, oh yeah, no, I didn't care. But he's clearly a a psychopath. (laughs) Like he's like, Mm -hmm. when he's talking, he's like, yeah, no, I, I didn't care. I didn't really think anything of that second bomb. Like, it could have gone off. It could have. Like, it's kind of a game. And uh, he's like, could have been a child, could have been a dog, could have been, you know, I wasn't trying to kill Mrs. Uh, Sheets. That's her name, Mrs. Sheets. Um, <laughs> and then he had a third bomb that he never does admit it was for anything else. He says it was a suicide attempt because it does blow up in his fucking car and he is fucked up, but he lives. Um, yeah, that's the story. Word. Damn. We also watched Nate Bargatze's new Netflix special. I really liked oh, it. I watched this too. Did you yeah. watch it with the family, Jamal? Because it's family friendly. You guys should watch I it together. I didn't. Oh. We should. Yeah, that's didn't. a missed opportunity right For there. Sure. I felt like this was. A, I'll rewatch it. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I laughed the yeah. whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Quite enjoyable. Yeah. Oh, then we also watched a Hulu special called "In and of Itself." Oh, thank God! Yeah. Um, have you heard of this, Jamal? No. I almost don't want to spoil it. I want yeah. you to watch it, and I want to hear I, we'll your opinion. We'll talk about it. it. After you've seen it. Everyone watch in and of itself, and we'll discuss it next week. Yeah. We won't go too deep into it. But basically what it is, is it's a one-man show, sort of. It's kind of... Kind they of call a, it like a lyrical poem. A lyrical poem. A modern <laughs> lyrical poem. Okay. But this guy is like a magician, and he's doing a sort of a one-man show that has magic in it, but it's not it's all... It's not a magic show. Not really a magic say. show. So you should check this out. In and of itself. Okay. <laughs> Last thing we watched, Alan versus Pharaoh on HBO. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you, fucking, I don't know how to feel because, of course, it does its job. Like, its its job is clearly to do the Pharaoh side. <laughs> like, yeah. right. it's very much geared towards making you hate Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. So you get mixed feelings about it. However, I will say that I... 100% believe Dylan Farrow. Like, I don't think she's full of it at all. I think Oh, she believes that, that She happened. definitely believes it. Whether or not it actually happened, I feel like it's not for me to say, not for anybody to say. Yeah. I feel like it, what yeah. has happened now is it is a complicated as fuck situation mm-hmm. that is, to be on either side, I don't know. It's like, it's stop really, being on sides. It's, you're fucking the, the kids it's up. It's really so hard like, for me to not yeah. just like think Dylan, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be like, you might not be right. Cause it's so intense. Like right, it's real as real as fuck to her. Yeah. But it's also like, fuck, like was there's so much that they left out as rebuttal wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was reading, I haven't seen the documentary, but I was reading an article about it today actually. Cause I was thinking about watching it. Cause I saw Bobby Lee said something like, Oh, like I'm watching this Alan Farrow documentary. He's like, and I'm a huge Woody Allen fan, but I can't be anymore. I can't watch his stuff anymore. And all this stuff I was like, Jesus, maybe this documentary is like really damning. It is damning. It's very damning. Mm. But it also does a lot of things that I dislike. Like it goes into a whole fucking tirade on Woody Allen's movies. 
mm-hmm. like trying to paint him as a bad guy because I, he I disagree with he that, does yeah. the whole fucking young relationship Man, thing Manhattan, in his movies. And, yeah, and they and it's like a whole forty minute thing on this, and I'm like, you this is unfair. It is like you can't fucking yeah. pull out somebody's art and then start putting it on trial. Like yeah. it's so ridiculous, and you don't want yeah. that. You don't want people to start fucking second guessing what they're going to put out as yes, art, of course, because it's going to now be thrown against them. It's I hate I hate that argument, and they don't do the same to Mia. Like they don't talk at yeah. all about all of, like the three adopted kids that she has that are dead now. Yeah, they don't bring them up at all. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, and I don't know if Mia Farrow is just a great actress, but like she comes across she is a great actress, super sane. Of course, like, she is a great. Inc- a- and so that's why it's like you can't believe anything you're saying when she's on screen because she she's so good. She sounds so like believable and like a mom, and like it's just. I don't know. It makes him look real bad. I'll say that. Yeah. Well, in the again, I haven't seen the documentary, but what but what I was reading about was this piece. Basically, obviously, this piece was biased towards the other side, but um, they were saying their issues with the documentary is that it's so biased and that it aims more towards activism and it chooses activism over accuracy and how they all the things they leave out and it lists all these things like it doesn't list. I guess the documentary doesn't go into the fact that there were two separate investigations into the Dylan Farrow th- uh, claim and they were in uh, Woody Allen. They, that they, they go were, into it, they but, they, but they say like he just, he was loved in the community and had enough money to like make it go away. That That's what it says is that it's like, it's that it's like a conspiracy theory. Like there's no evidence that, that, that that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. happened, but that it's a conspiracy theory. That's how they feel about it. And uh, which is again, more on activism as opposed to telling like both sides of the story. It's like obviously skewed towards the Pharaoh. I mean, saying it's obviously skewed. I mean, it's not even doesn't need to be said. This movie is their side of the story. It, it like it, it's but not no, it even needs handed. to be said. I think because was that that's how the the people who are making it presented it going into it was like we're gonna like this is investigative of like. The whole sure, thing. yeah, yeah. They might have said that, but it's very clear there's no interest right. in telling yeah. both right. sides of the story. They it's... they wanted to get Mia and Dylan's side. Mm-hmm. And they do do a good job of like bringing up a lot of things that people say to defend Woody Allen and, and tearing those down. But they don't bring up all of them, especially they don't bring up any of the ones that are inconvenient mm-hmm. for their case. So it's right. like right. like the the Valentine's Day cards that fucking Mia Farrow sent Woody Allen like after all this went down of like dr- had drawn pictures of like needles stuck in all of her kids and stuff. Right. right? Like I still right. love you. And all. Like they don't get into like her insanity at all. She seems so or sane. any of the accusations. Yeah. She, she seems so sane and rational. It's crazy. Also in the article, it says that, yeah, they, it doesn't go into the Valentine's day card. It doesn't go into her dead children and it doesn't go into her, I don't know if it was her brother or one of her sons. I think it was her brother that was, her a, brother. was a child molester. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's I like, didn't know that. Yeah. No, it's inconvenient. Not it's inconvenient to know that. But it's also it's <laughs> right. very inconvenient that they don't go into the suicides of her children. Mm-hmm. I only bring it up because I feel like if you're gonna say that Woody Allen's what he puts in his movies is relevant to who he is as a person, isn't it like you could say like even more so, like how her children turned out ended up living their lives is more <laughs> Way telling more of who she is i like, feel like they yes. if they would have mentioned it they would have been like you know after all of this uh trauma from woody allen who knows what else he did you know no, i but feel some like of it happened would... before woody allen oh i didn't know that yeah it's all weird and it's like and they make such a huge 
point of hammering it down to believe Dylan and to believe the, what these kids are saying and stuff, but they they brush Moses off as if what he's saying is absolutely insane. Yeah. And it's like, why does right. Moses not get the same? Why is he crazy? Mm-hmm. But Dylan or like whatever, right. the rest of the kids who are on Mia's side, not. Yeah. Like you're you're very yeah. It's another thing different. I read in the uh, in the article. I think it was a Ronan's quote or whatever uh, about like oh yeah like Woody Allen seemed really nice and then after you know there's this he sort of seemed more ominous or what I don't remember the language it used but then the article was like he he says this given this like testimony recalling back to a time when he was at most four years old <laughs> like it's just like yeah yeah <laughs> no way a four year old is having this like even just getting down into theory of mind. You know, like yeah. that, like this four-year-old is, doesn't have this level of awareness of other people's like <laughs> lives. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. And, and when, when you guys say it's damning, I, I guess I'm curious what you mean by that. Uh, because when I say damning, I'm saying like, oh, this is, you, you're done. You're done, son. Like this it is pretty, ma- there's not no real coming back from this as opposed to being like, if the whole thing feels like they're leaving out things because they're inconvenient i feel like that in and of itself takes away from the damningness i would just say that anyone the in the general population who doesn't know more about the story would firmly believe that this happened yeah yeah right like, yeah if, if oh you, i if see this I is see, all you watch like, you're going in this fresh. is all you watch yeah, yeah you hate what you after watching this movie right yeah. Yeah. I will say that this is kind of funny. I don't know why, but for some reason, Mia Farrow thought it'd be a good idea to fucking buy Moses fucking Mickey Rooney glasses from Breakfast They're at Tiffany's. They're so funny. They're just stereotypical racist Asian it's glasses hilarious, on yeah. this Asian kid. <laughs> but yeah, damning in a way for me. And like, I'm not going to stop watching Woody Allen movies. And yeah. I don't think anybody. Art from the artist. Um, I think uh, one other thing. And again, in the article I read. You guys can. I'm bouncing it off you, but that that uh, Ronan had said uh, he had compared Woody Allen to uh, Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein, which is just so insane. Yeah, they do that in this movie, and it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Not even close. It's ridiculous to compare him because, like, of Weinstein and and Cosby and fucking Michael Jackson. These people who were charged yeah these people were actually right. charged with crimes multiple times Where he was just mm-hmm. accused and then yeah yeah i think it. all of them were convicted right. except for uh michael, michael jackson. jackson we have to be able to talk about these things with gradations well i just don't think that anyone should be grouped in with anyone else's crime it doesn't make any sense yeah I all just, of them i are think one, the fact yeah. that they yeah they even begin to go into the comparison and they do it heavily in this documentary is so um, fucking disingenuous and it's just like dude this well, guy it just even it hurts what, your argument like, it does because you know it's what like I mean? this. Yeah, you're gonna look at him like, oh, he's not. He's not doing. He's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, let me, Ronan Farrow is so clearly not Woody Allen's child. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. it's for sure not. Yeah. yeah. People think he might be a Frank Sinatra's. Yep. Don't know who it is, but not Woody's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool. All right. I do want to do a quick shout out. Megan got me a. I uh, got a belated birthday gift from Megan. It's fucking dope. So apparently Hell yeah. uh, on a podcast when we were referencing my birthday, someone asked me what I wanted and I said Hot Wheels. <laughs> and so I don't remember that. I don't either, but it's not. Uh, me either. I could, it's plausible that I would say that because I liked Hot Wheels as a, as a kid. 
I, I don't recall saying it and I don't remember the full context. But anyway, she heard that on the pod. Uh, she sent it, the gift message said from Akon, which, which was funny. And it's like a circuit racing track. It's a slot car race track. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. super dope. So we are like full on stocked up on toys. We're five-year-olds over here. <laughs> That's beautiful. Word up. Uh, Jamal, you got anything else for us? That's it, homies. Hell yeah. Um, this has been Reed fellas. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, Quit talking. Put butter on that shit. Bye. Stay hydrated.